Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Pashao. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> exactly what we wanted. All right, well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to Wasted Content. This is episode 31. My name is Anthropos. And I'm Ozymandias. And we've just already done the fucking pour because this beer just wanted to jump out of the goddamn can, mm-hmm. apparently. Uh, so I've completed a pour and it's just all fucking foam. <laughs> yeah. The fuck is that? <laughs> God damn. All right. Well, I want I wanted to give you listeners the satisfaction of uh hearing that fucking yeah, that shit. Is that what it sounds like? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Try again. <laughs> I like man better. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Who said I could do sound effects? It sounds like Donald Duck eating pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta slurp that shit bro you got to yeah, for sure just... like that <laughs> okay that's enough of that okay. <laughs> <laughs> alright usually you guys are listening to beer pour out this week we're listening to Ozymandias eating pussy I eat pussy the way I smoke cigarettes how's that down to the butt <laughs> <laughs> Nice. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> All right, man. It looks like it looks like it looks like we could actually afford to get that pour out there. Would oh, yeah. you mind? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let's get this going. <laughs> there it is. Ooh. All head. Jesus Christ, dude. Dude, way too much fucking carbonation. What the fuck? I just I haven't even I haven't even taken a sip of this shit. This hasn't come down. It's just fucking sitting there like <laughs> this fucking thick fucking foam of a fucking head. Okay, so to say that this head is uh rocky is an understatement. Uh this thing is enormous. And I don't know what the fuck happened as soon as we cracked open these beers. Uh, it was just a fucking a shit show. So uh, we're you know we're waiting for these heads to kind of come down. Uh, super rocky, but like overtly carbonated. I don't know what's going on here. And uh, just to fill all our listeners in, uh, we're gonna be doing somewhat of a run of Tioga Sequoia Brewing Company today. So there's only one beer in our lineup that is not from Tioga Sequoia, and um, it is decidedly so. Just because I wanted to, I I wanted to craft today's lineup to lead us up to the bomb. So, um, either way, this is Tioga Sequoia Brewing Company. It is the pastry crumb dessert stout, and it comes in at an eight percent ABV. Let's see if they have anything to tell us here. It says, "Pastry crumb is our elegantly delicious milk stout." 
that is our fourth variant in our dessert stout series. We condition our creamy milk stout with freshly toasted coconut, Ecuadorian cocoa nibs, English toffee, and natural cookie dough flavor, all marrying together to represent the experience of a toasted coconut toffee chocolate cookie. Fucking hell. Pastry crumb highlights some of our favorite adjuncts and is a treat that can be experienced at every occasion. So, um, these guys have been kind of blowing up. Uh, you know, they, they kind of seem to be, I had something from them. It was like a breakfast stout, maybe about a four or five months ago. Okay. And it was incredible. Um, Lou, the beer fairy actually <laughs> went up to Sequoia and visited the brewing company and Don't brought shit. down a bottle. Yeah. what do he bring down? Um, he, I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was a breakfast stout. It was one of these like syrupy maple syrup stouts that you hate. Of course. And, and, and I loved it. And I said, fuck, I got I to gotta see what the fuck these guys are doing. So um, I've gotten my hands on a few offerings from them. I kind of wanted to dedicate today's lineup to them. Like I said, except for one of the beers here. So um, fuck it. Let's just get right to it. Fuck it. Let's see what we got with the pastry crumb dessert stout. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Very robust. Oh, God, I got to take another sip of that. That's all coconut. It is. <clears throat> it, it is. It is really, really forward with the coconut. Yep. And it's like a, like a really dry, um, sweet coconut. It kind of reminds me of those like fucking like coconut shaving but I, I, I want to call them pastries. That right, you, where they have that, that like dehydrated coconut. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like you could get that shit at like a fucking panaderia or some shit. Or like a fucking Almond Joy type. Okay. All right. Yeah, kind of like that. It's, it's got that it's got that kind of flavor going on it. Um, it, it is it is a, a very sweet stout. Um, it has a lot going on for it. I do get the milk chocolatiness as well, but very very fucking prominent with the coconut. All right, so the beer is um, really black with a red tinge along the edge. Uh, again, the head is massive. Um, <laughs> Want to call it like a dark khaki. And uh, I, I don't know what the deal was with the carbonation in this one. I think they might have overcarbonated these fucking cans. Uh, Cause that was just ridiculous, but um, there's still a, a hefty amount of carbonation here. I was afraid we might lose that. This thing is sticky. It's chewy. Um, even though the body is like a like a medium full, I wouldn't call it a full bodied stout. I'd say more of like a like a medium full. Yeah, totally a fucking dessert stout. It definitely is. It's really. Um, what do they claim? Cookie dough in this? Yeah, there's cookie dough. It's kind of reminiscent of that, like that, that just like thick, sticky, like doughy fucking flavor. Yeah. God damn it. This is, I don't know what the fuck. It's too much coconut for my liking. One. It's a bit heavy handed. Yeah. I'll give you that. 
Uh, I wouldn't say that I, I jump for joy at coconut. And when you have like a fucking cookie on the fucking label and it just says pastry crumb, uh, and then you're going to like, you know, kind of give this flavor profile. I'd say that you lead with the coconut. Put fucking coconut on the label. Just put coconut pastry crumbs dessert style. Um, I don't know, like uh, let let people know that that's going to be the prominent fucking flavor in here. Um, again, not something that I jump for joy over, but I do. I, I can appreciate exactly how well they featured that flavor. I just wish they would have represented it a little better. Okay, I see that. You getting that 8%? It's a little boozy for sure. I'm still trying to like break this apart because it's all coconut. It that is. coconut is really fucking prominent here. I can't really taste the cookie dough. I can't taste any the toffee, anything else we've put in here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's overpowering the roastiness. It's overpowering that that stout style. I'm not, I don't know. It's not a bad fucking stout, but it's not anything they promised here. Yeah. Yeah, they're promising toffee, they're promising cookie dough. What else did they fucking say? Um Ecuadorian cocoa nibs. Ecuadorian cocoa nibs. Jesus Christ. Like those are very specific fucking flavors. English toffee. Yeah. I'm not I'm not happy with this. It's not uh, a bad stout. If they would have if they would have said coconut like you were saying, right. just fucking forward with it. They should have put a coconut on their fucking label instead of a fucking cookie. Uh, would have been a different fucking story. Uh, to be fair, there are coconut shavings on this fucking I see cookie. That. Yeah, I see that. But who the fuck's ever heard of a fucking what do they call it? A toasted coconut toffee chocolate cookie. I never fucking heard of that shit. Probably the Englishman. <laughs> uh, I I think it goes like either like one of two ways for me. It's either you were intending to create like all of these flavors in a style. And then, like, whoever, like, asshole was uh, in charge of adding the coconut flavoring was like, whoops. Or Or, maybe he just liked coconut. He goes, it needs more coconut. (laughs) Um, Or or the other side of that for me is, um, like, this is completely what you intended for. And you should have led on as much on your label. It should have been coconut pastry crumb. And then, and then I'd probably be rating this a little higher. It does mask the booziness, though. Yeah, I'll give them that. Yeah, like it's absolutely. it's there slightly, but even the booziness is not fucking coming through. Other than the fucking coconut, right? Um, I'd say that the eight percent is uh, a very uh, craftily hidden, and I just really wish that we got a showcase of more of the flavors that they're promising. Uh, I'm ready to rate this. I got uh. I got a, a a solid. I got a solid seven for this one. Yeah, it's a seven for me as well. Yeah, it's a good stout. Like, forget their labeling, forget all that. As a stout, yeah. standing on its own, it's it's good. It's a god damn. It's not a. The head was fucking thick and viscous, and it, it was a good presentation of the fucking head. Yeah. Um, the colors are fucking amazing. Honestly, it's pitch fucking black. It's a seven first out. The mouthfeel is really creamy. Um, this is certainly a milk stout. Uh, it's very unique in its flavor profile. 
it rated it would have rated higher if it was represented as such on its label. Mm-hmm. So seven, seven across the board. Seven for me. Alrighty, man. Well, fuck it. Let's just open up here. Uh, I, I'd like to talk to you about a little something um, that that you might be experiencing within the next uh, month or so. So you know, I'm I'm about a couple of months older than you. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I just want to give you a heads up, man. I just want to give you a heads up. Uh, there's fucking days recently where I'm fucking getting out of bed. I'm limping for like this, like a solid five to ten minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I hadn't noticed it. I hadn't really paid too much attention Is to it. Is that because of your age or because of your weight? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's exactly how how many years I have been this weight. I think it's a little <laughs> bit of both. It's a little bit of both. <laughs> but I just want to give you a heads up, man. I, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what, what's happening. But I'm getting out of bed now, and I'm limping around for about five to ten minutes. And it's not because I'm injured. It's because just simply my my feet hurt. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Just my fucking feet hurt. Like I don't know. Like uh, Does does that mean, like, I got to get, like, better shoes or something? Like, I want to attribute it to, like, anything and everything else. Yeah. other uh, Other than the fact that I'm fat and old. You know, I just mm. like don't want to like. It's everybody else's fault, not yours. <laughs> yeah. I get that. It's easier that way for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say you're like an astronaut. You know, when they go up into like zero gravity, they experience uh, a loss in bone density. So, when you're laying in bed, you're experiencing a loss of bone density <laughs> because it's your feet are no longer carrying your fucking weight around okay <laughs> and when you do finally rise up to your fucking feet your feet are like oh shit we're not prepared for this <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck gravity <laughs> yeah it's bad it's bad and uh it's really caught me by surprise like i find myself like legit looking like an old man for the first five to ten minutes of every day now. Jesus Christ. Like, I'm fucking, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm old. I'm old. And, and I'm not even like, I'm not even bullshitting myself by telling myself, you know, like standing in front of the mirror and going, I'm getting older. I'm not doing that anymore. Like I'm just like legit like, oh, fuck, I'm old. I'm old. Fuck, uh, fuck, fuck. I'm, I'm freaking out, man. I'm do you freaking- see yourself aging in the mirror? I don't. Like, um, I look at myself, I'm like. I'm still young. I could still fucking pass for fucking whatever. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that it's something that I see in the mirror. It's more of like I feel it. Okay. I feel it in my bones. <laughs> <laughs> my bones are becoming brittle. <laughs> uh, again, back to weight. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's something I could do about it, right? Yeah, definitely. There's like at least that part of it that I could do something about. Yep. But then that means like no beer long. Oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's a big fucking compromise, isn't it? That's my conundrum. Yeah. Yeah. I've been recently trying to lose weight again. Okay. I can't tell. And then I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice nice shirt. Does it come in your size? I'm squeezing into a 2XL right now. Because I've been working out, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. So you've been trying to lose weight? I've been trying to lose weight. And this is the fucking thing that's holding me back. Like, I go, I do good throughout the fucking week. I'm 
fucking like doing low carb and high protein and all this bullshit. Oh, shut the fuck up, and I real? go and fucking work out and like I feel good. I do the fucking carb spikes at the end of the fucking night because fucking anabolic bullshit. What is that? Carb spikes. Carb spikes. So you yeah, what is that? You intentionally spike your insulin with carbohydrates at the end of the night because it creates it, it re- induces the release of human growth hormone. No shit. So if you work out and you're constantly working out, what you do throughout the day, it's called um, anabolic dieting. You're eating like high protein, high fat meals throughout the day. Yeah. And at the end of the night is when you introduce carbs to your diet. Okay. So you're working out, you're, you're, you're fueling your body with fats and proteins and you spark, you spark, you spike your insulin at the end of the night with carbohydrates because okay. carbohydrates induce the release of human growth hormones. So you want that. At the end of the night, <clears throat> yeah. the same people that are at their fucking desk throughout the day when they have a heavy fucking meal yeah. and a, fuck, they have their meal at one o'clock, three o'clock hits and they're fucking falling asleep at their desk. It's for the same reason. Their insulin has shot up and their body's kind of just like shutting down. Okay. So you intentionally use this effect at the end of the night just so you can sleep and recover. Okay. It, it, the, the glycogen in your fucking food and in your body induces growth of muscle to me it sounds theoretically it sounds like a troll like eat high fats all day Mm -hmm. and then finish your day with a bunch of carbs that's not a bunch it's it sounds it sounds like like a get fast quick plan no no no. and it looks like it's working too (laughs) (laughs) it's not a bunch of carbs it's high glycemic carbs so you're gonna eat a banana before you go to bed Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like like it's, it's not, not like, like hey, it's have not a bunch f- of tortillas. Fucking free range is that what it was? Free range. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not go eat a fucking bucket of KFC at the end of the night. All right. Or like eat a a rice taco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eat you a, don't want to do that. Eat You're a gonna tamal, have a bad time. Eat a tamal inside of a fucking bolillo. <laughs> oh, those are fucking amazing, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's part of my meal plan. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I mean, you can't do that, and it is going to spike your insulin. You're going to have the same effect. Yeah, but you're going to have an, you're going to have too many carbohydrates, so your body's going to compensate and just get jelly. Oh, yeah. that's how this happened. Yes. <laughs> so you have the same effect with beer because it's all fucking sugars and carbohydrates and like all this fucking shit your body doesn't fucking need so it's just yeah. like what the fuck do i do well, i'll just store this as fucking energy for some point when this fat piece of shit decides to get out of bed <laughs> <laughs> i i do i do recall that uh years ago maybe about seven six years ago i was working out with a, i kind of had like a little bit of like a personal trainer but he was like a, he was a friend he was a co-worker and a friend oh. and he was like really jacked up jacked up and um you do you do have a propensity to fucking attract well dressed and fitted men (laughs) thank you yeah (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) fucking asshole (laughs) so uh this guy encouraged me to he encouraged me to come with him for his workouts and uh and he's like all right so you're gonna cut this out you're gonna cut that out and then you're gonna fucking you're gonna stop drinking beer Oh. And I'm like, hey, 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 hold wait up. a minute. All right, let's be fucking reasonable here. And he's like, I didn't fucking tell you you can't get drunk, you fucking alcoholic. Like, stop freaking out. Just drink liquor. 
That's it. That's not the same. Though. It isn't the fucking same. Oh, no, it's not. It's I've, not. I've tried this too. It's just like, okay, <laughs> if I'm going to drink, I'm going to drink vodka yeah. with some club soda and a little, no a, a little bit of fucking lime. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, that gay you, shit. You're going to get a buzz, but there's no like carbs or calories. Right. Right. It's not the same. It's not. I just fucking like beer too much. Yeah. I just like beer too much. <laughs> so uh, I just compromised and I was like, all right, I'm going to do all of that shit that you said. And I'm going <laughs> to And I'm going to drink beer. Yeah. I'm going to work out. I'm going to get home. I'm going to be tired and satisfied. And then I'm going to completely fucking ruin all of that work (laughs) by having like three or four beers. Right. (laughs) Yeah. The struggle's real, bro. You just got to time it, bro. You got to time it to where you're, when you're drinking, that's your cheat. Okay. You know? So like all these fucking like exercise gurus and like fucking fitness people and nutritionists tell you. You can have a cheat meal, right? So just time it to where that coincides with your fucking drinking. Okay. And then you'll one day you'll have this fucking beautiful physique you see before you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) At least that's what I'm trying to do. I'll let you know if it works like six months or so. I mean, you don't need to let me know. I could just look at you. I could just look at you and tell if it's working. <laughs> like, don't fall in love, bro. Like I said, it just it sounds like uh like a get fast get fast. Get fast. Get get, get fat fast. Get fat quick. Again, it's a banana, it's not a fucking <laughs> bucket of KFC. <laughs> Just all you got to do is eat a lot of fat throughout the day and then eat some carbs before you go to bed. Like, I'm already doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm already doing that. It's not working out for me. Well, I think the only difference is that I'm not working out. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's like, okay, you had a lot of fats today. What are you going to do? But you're not using them. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. What are you going to do now? Have some carbs. Do some fucking, do some fucking, some some rice taco curls. Ooh, and then fry them. <laughs> oh shit! Fried rice taco. <laughs> Fried rice. That sounds bomb. Right? Actually. <laughs> God damn it! It's my lot in life. Yeah. To, to weigh a lot. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Take up as much room as possible in this fucking planet. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Isn't that like a marker of like, okay, fuck survival of the fittest. Yeah. Survival of the fattest. I'm going to get all the food. Yeah. I'm going to get all of it. And then fuck you like skinny little motherfuckers over there. Yeah. If there ever is a scarcity of food, you're going to survive longer than the skinny motherfuckers because you have fuel reserves. Specifically in that scenario. Yes. Yeah. we, We would do great. If it's a scenario where we have to be like fit and be able to run and have like mm. really good cardio, then not so much. Speak for yourself, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for myself then. <laughs> I wouldn't do well in that environment. Yeah. Uh, like uh, you know, like a fucking zombie apocalypse. I'm gonna be one of the first ones to go, man. Just eat the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be all right. 
just fucking send them running the other direction. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, oh that was, <laughs> was fucking eating us. <laughs> Carbs. <laughs> Carbs. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my goodness. So your feet are hurting. Yeah, dude. Yeah, straight up. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, the older you get, the more your fucking your your fucking system starts breaking down. Yeah, like there, there's this like fucking like we're a mechanism that eventually wears down. We're a fucking machine that breaks down. There's really not much we can do about it. We can like eat better. We can like fucking work out and do all this bullshit. But at, at the end of the day, what does it? really result in it's inevitable yeah yeah we're gonna fucking break down anyway yeah yeah it's the fucking that's our fucking lot in life is just entropy wins every fucking time there's you can't fucking fight it the house wins every time yeah yeah table is tilted who was that fucking famous bitch i don't know some fucking actress back in the fucking like 60s 60s 70s i don't know i forget her fucking name i don't know if it was marilyn monroe actually I don't like quoting that bitch because fuck that bitch. Yeah, but for real. I'm with you on that one. Anyway, so she, this bitch, this arbitrary bitch is diagnosed with cancer and her fucking response is, why did I do all those sit-ups? Oh shit, okay. You know? It's just like, <laughs> doesn't fucking help anything at the end of the fucking day. Like, sit-ups, yeah, sit-ups don't cure cancer for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's not about the cancer. It's about the fucking <laughs> statement. It's just like, I wasted my life doing fucking sit-ups and then I still ended up with fucking cancer because entropy fucking wins every fucking time. Right. So, yeah. But you can also do sit-ups and then like fuck your way through life until you get cancer. So, well, there's that. Just leave a better looking corpse, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Fucking A. What do you want your corpse to look like? I wanted to, I wanted to look like a corpse, like I legitimately just wanted to look like like a de- I want to look like a dead guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're on your way there. <laughs> you got a good head start. <laughs> Limping every morning. Just <laughs> getting out of bed. Carbs with that limp. <laughs> carbs, carbs, carbs. Your girlfriend's like, "Why are you limping?" <laughs> carbs. <laughs> so you make yourself some fucking pancakes. Yeah, crunch that shit in fucking syrup. Hell yeah, you and do. You're fucking satisfied for fucking an hour. You can't forget the like, just like the Pound unnecessary butter. butter. Just an un- uh, unnecessary dude. spoonful of butter on top Pancakes of that. Pancakes with just drenched in butter? Yeah. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> All right. Yep. <laughs> I'm trying to lose weight, guys. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Just got, just going to give you a heads up. I mean, what's his name? Brian Callen has a joke about this. It's just this guy is a 50 years old comedian, and he talks about how he has to warm up his legs now oh, to get fuck. out of bed. All right. Like he's, he's gotten to the point where like he has to warm up his legs and get his legs ready to walk <laughs> every time he gets up. 
But he's fucking 50, bro. <laughs> Not I'm, close to that. Um, I'm 31, man. Yeah. I'm 31. I'm, I'm, I, I, I might be like having to take his advice and, and do a little bit of like, uh, like feet stretches before, <laughs> before I get out of bed in the morning. Yeah, that's some shit, man. That's some real shit. All right, guys, we're going to fucking walk now. So let's get ready for that. <laughs> fucking A. You got to get shit done, bro. Oh, fucking A. All right, enough griping from old men. Yeah, you fucking old <laughs> bastard. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Let's move on to the second beer in our lineup today. Um, this is yet again from Tioga Sequoia. And let us know what we're having, Ozymandias. We are having autumnus, autumnus, autumnus. <laughs> I'm going to say it's autumnus because of the fucking autumn coloring here. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. We don't call it a tomb. Look at me. Autumnus. <laughs> this is autumnus. Autumnus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> this this right here we having autumnus, <laughs> autumnus, autumnus. If that sounds like a black name, if this doesn't sound like a black name, then I don't know what does. <laughs> autumnus, autumnus, autumnus. <laughs> <laughs> this is a chocolate. Uh, appropriate. Chocolate, <laughs> chocolate vanilla double brown ale with hazelnuts. Fuck yeah, that sounds delicious, man. It's coming at eight percent from Tioga Sequoia Brewing Company. <clears throat> Autumnus, Latin for autumn. Ah, see, huh? oh, is our take on the fall-inspired beer. Our extra strength. Classic English brown ale is brewed with heavy amounts of British Maris otter malt at its core, along with brown honey, brown honey, and chocolate malts. Molasses is added. God damn. Again, cadence, dude. Cadence. <laughs> it's all over the place. <sighs> Let's see. Honey and chocolate malts. Molasses is added at the whirlpool stage of brewing. To enhance its complexity and rich malt flavors. Hazelnut, chocolate, and vanilla are added during post-fermentation for a luxurious, nutty twist on this already unique double brown ale. Year-round or when the leaves start to fall, we promise this beer is a treat. California Cash Reef. Oh, that's not part of the narrative. It does say pack it in, pack it out. Pack it in, pack it out. <laughs> Fresh for 60 days. <laughs> this is right. All right. Government warning. <laughs> According to the Surgeon General, women should um, not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth con defects. Consumption of alcohol beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems. Does it really, though? No, it just makes you drive better. What I feel like I'm a, more aware when I'm drinking <laughs> because I don't want to get caught. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm on my phone. I'm fucking <laughs> turning up the radio, fucking with the AC. You know, when you're drunk, you're like, man, I'm I like, gotta. Oh shit! Drive straight, fucking... drive straight, drive straight, <laughs> drive straight. I fucking stay in one of the eight lanes. 
Doesn't right. matter which one. Just stay in one of them. Stay in one of them. Just yeah. close close one eye, and then stay in one of them. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, fuck it. Let's see what we got, man. Let's let's crack this motherfucker open. Doomness. Oh, that's good. Okay, okay, I was expecting it to fucking blow up again. <laughs> Same here, man. Alrighty. Look at me. <laughs> God, it smells fucking delicious. It does. Really good. It's very fucking milky. It's milky, it's sweet, mm-hmm. it's syrupy on the nose. I'm I'm not getting the hazelnut yet. I love this fucking smell, dude. It smells rich. It smells of childhood. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, you know that like after you're done with your fucking cereal, there's this like leftover fucking like layer, nice. just like milk. Nice. And you take that to the dome. That's what this smells like. It's just that like fucking leftover sweet fucking milk. <laughs> That's dope for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm getting that. I'm with you. Nice. Oh my god, it is chocolatey. Yeah, like cocoa puffs. For sure. You know. I'm getting that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what's awesome about that is I I have a feeling that the hazelnut and the chocolate are pairing together for that. Yeah. That's really crazy. All right, let's see what we got here. Let's do this. Okay. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Holy fuck. Cocoa Puffs. Dude, that is hazelnut like a motherfucker. Wow. This is incredible. Oh, my God. Holy shit, dude. Fucking A. Wow, that is fucking yummy. Oh my goodness. That now is, this is a fucking dessert stout. Yep, for sure. This is really fucking hazelnutty, chocolatey. This this shit tastes like fucking Nutella. Mm-hmm. Like a Nutella stout. It's chocolatey, it's milky, it's hazelnutty. Wow. Right, I've said stout a couple of times. This is a fucking brown. No shit. Yeah. Double brown ale. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you look at it, it could fool you into thinking that it's a stout. Yep. But I do see like how it's like off. A little. Off. Yeah. Like, black. It, it, it is like a really deep, rich brown. brown. A super, super dark Schwarz brown. Wow, that's that's fucking incredible. Yeah, that flavor profile is really impressive. Holy shit. That's an 8%. That's 8%. Wow. I am speechless. I am without speech. I have nothing else to say. (laughs) Yeah, this is fucking yummy. Holy motherfucker.
my goodness. I don't know how they managed to finish a little dry with this. No shit. Um, with like such rich flavors mm-hmm. and with um with a with a respectable ABV that doesn't really have a lot of booze coming through. Uh, I, this is a really beautifully crafted fucking beer. Holy mother! God, us enjoying beer makes really good content, doesn't it? I hope so. <laughs> Fuck. Mm. I hope mm. so. Mm. 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 <laughs> this is a truly fucking incredible beer. It's fucking rich for a fucking brown area, brown ale. It's milky as fuck. Yeah. It's chocolatey. It's incredibly chocolatey. Wow, dude. Holy shit. This this head is tripping me out because it's it's lightly tan, but then you have these like little fucking reservoirs of like this dark brown to it. Like a molasses, right? Yeah. I, I could see the molasses. They did give us a little bit of a heads up that molasses were added during the brewing process. And I, I can see that. It kind of seems like where the head has collapsed in on itself. Yeah. It's leaving traces of the molasses. Yep. That's incredible. Wow. Holy shit. I didn't think a brown ale can taste this fucking delicious. Same. This is a fucking beautiful beer. Goddamn Tio Sequoia. God, they, they left me fucking speechless, honestly. This is one of the most fucking delicious beers I've fucking had on here. Dope. <laughs> yeah, this is a flavor bomb, guys. This thing fucking explodes with fucking flavor. And um, it, I, I know that Nutella has its like fucking big fucking following, a really big fan base. If you really enjoy that um, and you enjoy dark beers, this thing is the holy grail so far for it al- me. It almost tastes like a Nutella, Nutella wafer. You know those like little fucking rectangular fucking cookies that with like squares on them? Yeah. 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 Picture that filled with Nutella. No shit. Oh my goodness. Like it's, it's what the fuck is the word? It's fucking um, Orgasmatron used this a lot. What is it describing? Uh, bready. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's fucking bready as fuck. I'm impressed. I I, I kind of get a little bit of that graham cracker here. Yeah. Definitely get like a bit of a, a graham cracker, uh, hazelnut, uh, touch. The the molasses is there as well. Yep. It, it kind of greets you, and it it. It holds hands with the hazelnut profile all the way towards the um towards the crisp finish towards like the dry down the yellow finish. brick road definitely definitely yeah they're both fucking skipping down this fucking road to they're off to see the wizard bro fucking a every fucking sip I take is orgasmic <laughs> it truly fucking is. Let's fucking rate this because we don't have much to say on it other than wow. Yeah. <laughs> I go for it, man. Take the lead on this. This is a 9.5. Okay. Goddamn. Yeah. All right. The only, the only way it could have fucking improved is higher ABV, but it's still amazing either fucking way. 
Uh, I'm going to give this a, a, a really respectable, solid nine. And uh, that's because of the ABV as well. Yeah. I think that there could be a version of this that might be barrel aged um, mm. that would take it up a notch. I would really love to see how this develop, how this flavor profile develops in a barrel. Right. And uh, that would launch it straight to a 10. But for me right now, this is a really solid fucking nine. Wow. Yeah, I Incredible. mean, I'm not a fan of the barrel aged style, but I am curious to see this as a barrel aged. Fucking shit, dude. Toga Sequoia. Good fucking shit today. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what I was expecting from them. Um, The crumb pastry, it was a little bit of a letdown, only because exactly what we said. Yeah, if they would have let on for the coconut, like the big upfront coconut, they would have gotten the points. Yeah, for sure. That was also a fucking flavor bomb of yeah. coconut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and if it would have said as much on the label, um, we probably would have been rating it like a eight, eight or nine. Eight point five, yeah. But um this one is right up front on the label. It tells us hazelnuts Ooh. and it tells us chocolate vanilla. Um a lot the vanilla is uh kind of like uh murked in there yeah for me it's just really fucking heavy on um, the chocolatey hazelnut kind of um it does specifically it. say chocolate vanilla though so i do expect just like a vanilla mass and chocolate which is exactly what it's presenting here it's just like a chocolatey very aromatic oh my goodness flavor to the chocolate holy shit this is one of those beers that every sip is a fucking adventure and i'm gonna be really sad when this is gone i'm gonna be really me sad too. when i take my last sip me too i need to get my hands on some more of these i haven't said this for any other beer other than the bams i need more of this yeah this is nuts this is hazelnuts uh <laughs> jesus christ uh goddamn you know uh tioga sequoia has put um quite the fucking price tag on all of these yeah uh yeah they're not they're not short when it comes to charging for exactly what you're getting here i um, mean whatever the price tag is on these i think i'm willing to pay that and if for any of our list any of our listeners they should be willing to pay that uh, uh, absolutely this this thing uh really it, it it um how can i say it justifies the price tag Fuck yeah, you're gonna be able to find this four pack 16 ounce cans uh, for anywhere between twenty to twenty five dollars, for the four pack. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the same thing for the pastry crumb, and uh, really all four packs that I've seen come from from Tiyogi Sequoia come within a similar price range. Yeah, and um, I'd say with this one, it's completely justified. Uh, this thing is very unique. Uh, it's it's uh a beer on its own. I've never tasted anything quite like it and uh yeah just a, a beautiful fucking beer i've never seen a brown ale want to be a fucking milk stout yeah no shit and this is like hitting every fucking note on the milk stout category but it's a fucking double brown ale which is fucking just just it blew my fucking mind right now no shit no shit i think i keep forgetting that it is a brown ale and i kind of want to seem to categorize it as a stout and um i i know you said 9.5 and i said nine which is nine point which is why i gave it the point five because yeah, it's yeah. a brown ale it's not a stout 
Yeah, I think like, I'm going to be moving my rating up. Like, you feel this? If you're rating this as a stout, definitely. I can see the nine for sure. Like, this is a great stout style, but it's a fucking double brown ale. Like, holy yeah. shit. How the fuck do they accomplish this? This much milkiness, this fucking darkness to this fucking beer, this fucking malty sweetness, fucking just overwhelming everything on a fucking double brown ale. Yeah, I'll be bumping this up to a 9.5 as well. Beautiful. Yeah. Fucking This beautiful. is nuts. In the brown ale category, Fuck yeah. this is absolutely a 9.5. And the only way that this could be a 10 would be... ABV. Uh, ABV and seeing uh, what flavors develop and how the flavors we're experiencing now. Dude, there's develop. some like cocoa nib residuals here at the bottom. No shit. You could see them? Yeah. I took a <laughs> sip right now and there's like little like granules right at the bottom. No shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this thing's fucking incredible. Holy shit. 9.5 wow. across the board for Fuck sure. Yeah. yeah. Well fucking deserved 9.5. Motherfuck. All right. And, um, you know, this is the second one in our lineup. Uh, the bomb, I'm just going to go ahead and give it away right now. The bomb is also from Tioga Sequoia. I wanted to kind of do a little bit of a tap takeover, but I didn't want to pair um the last one up with another one from tioga i i wanted to do it uh for it to set us up with um a flavor expectation for the bomb so that that's just a little bit of a sneak peek as to what we got moving forward um but yeah we have a fucking solid fucking beer from tioga this is exactly what i'm expecting from them because they really do seem to deliver when it comes to um dark beers uh that that really does seem to be their specialty and i've I, i've got mad respects for any brewing company that just does the fuck out of dark beer they're gonna get a lot of points from my ass fuck yeah dude i poured the last fucking like remains of the fucking can and i was squeezing this can to get the shit out and it looks like fucking mortar oil just fucking pouring out of this fucking can it might as well have been the molasses stuck to the fucking bottom <laughs> right. of the can. Yeah. I'm doing the very same. Jesus Holy shit. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I don't do that with a lot of beers. Right. Well, I'm bullshit. I deal with every beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that happily with a lot of beers. <laughs> oh, my God. This is incredible, dude. I'm. This is one of the best beers I've had on here. Uh, no shit, man. Uh, 9.5 across the board. Yep. It, it merits it. Holy fuck. Fucking A, dude. I mean, what are we doing here? What do you mean? What are we doing here? <laughs> you know, we've heard constant criticism from randoms <laughs> about what the fuck we're doing here and our uninformed opinions, you know? Okay. I, I think it's exactly that. I, I think uh, it's... Uh, uh, it, it's an amalgamation of 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 informed and uninformed opinions. Like it's it's a mashup of both. I think we're only speaking from experience because we've been drinking craft beer for such a long fucking time. Right. We know what to expect and what we qualify as a fucking good beer. Absolutely. I, I think we also uh, at this point have a good understanding of the next tier of right. craft beer as well. Uh, we've been featuring fucking like insane fucking lineups and bombs sometimes at, and, uh, admittingly, these were things that we weren't really 
too exposed to until we started this project. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uninformed opinions. Yeah. You know, I've come across this a lot recently with people speaking about our podcast. Just like, oh, you guys don't have a rating system. <laughs> me, me, me. You know, it's just like, what? Have you listened to anything? Have you listened to like the most recent? Fucking talking out of your ass. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. You listen to like one fucking episode. Right. And you're already fucking you're giving your criticism. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something we do, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Fair enough. There's like plenty <laughs> of, uh, there, there's like plenty of issues and topics that we uh, kind of like you just put our own fingerprints on. Yeah. That uh, we haven't fully researched. Uh, I'll, I'll admit to that. I'll just go ahead and, you know, get out in front of that one. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, but it makes it leaves room for comedy, and we we are comedians after all. Uh, that's that's the goal, somewhat. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, fuck. I, I hope people are getting a laugh of it. I hope like a lot of times it's not taken too seriously, because I'd like to think that for the most part we don't like to take ourselves too seriously. Ideally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless we're arguing, then we're kind of taking ourselves too fucking yeah, serious. Then, yeah. We've dug our heels into the sand. And then at sure. that point, we're both still laughing about that shit. Mm-hmm. So Because we both recognize each other as full of shit still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mostly you, but that, that's okay. <laughs> that's realizing it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you're full of shit? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think given this fucking podcast and like our need to reach other people like we've been like looking at other at other platforms like fucking we're on instagram where we need facebook we need fucking reddit and like there's this thing called tiktok now yeah no right shit. all yeah. the fucking kids are on fucking tiktok and uh i follow this fucking graphic designer who uh goes by the pseudonym of boss logic okay right i this, can't say i've heard of him he's um He's this guy that fucking started doing like MMA stuff, and he's a pretty good fucking des- like graphics guy. Okay. So he would have these MMA fighters and these like incredible fucking poses with like fucking lightning coming from their fucking hands or some bullshit, you know, something like really abstract and m- like m- makes them look more fierce and more like powerful than what they truly are. They're fucking humans fighting whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, which is incredible in its own fucking right, but this guy made his like he became famous on instagram because he was doing this he was creating these fucking images of these fighters and these like marvel characters these like dc characters and like these incredible fucking artistic fucking renderings of them right okay he recently announced that he's on tiktok and one of the top comments on there um was calling him out for joining tiktok it said something along the lines of like, man, I'm going to stop following you because TikTok is a Chinese product, which is run by the Chinese government. And you're you're in support of the Chinese government. Right. OK. So he responds with something along the lines of, man, this is social media. You make it what you want it to be. Like, if you think it's this and it's that, if you think it's this other thing, then it's that like. Facebook is not your friend, and it hasn't been. There, it's just a fucking marketing campaign. 
right? Yeah. And he's going back and forth with this guy. And one of his last comments to this guy um, says some says, ah, let me read this because I'm going to fucking butcher it if I don't fucking read it. <laughs> okay. I've already butchered enough of his fucking commentary. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, and I quote, the app being from there is no reason to cancel everything from that country. Imagine hating everything from China. That's the majority of your household. This social app is China, but it's not the government. Okay. So it's kind of disingenuous from his end. Because he has such a large following, I think he should research a little more on what he's talking about. If he's going to respond to these types of comments and try to win an argument, then you can't just fucking state out these like fucking, you can't really make such fucking broad fucking statements Without actually having any fucking facts behind it. Because he's stating that this app TikTok is uh, a Chinese company. It's not necessarily the government, right? Right. But that's incorrect. Everything that comes from China is the government. Everything from China that you know of is subsidized by the Chinese government. It's a fucking communist fucking state with a little bit of capitalism. But (laughs) it's not necessarily the case. Like every fucking... like. Technology technology company from China is subsidized by the Chinese government because they're trying to make China number one. You know, the only way you can win in this fucking world, I guess, is by subsidizing the fucking companies, by subsidizing technology, by pushing forward technology through the fucking government. It, it does seem like that nowadays, for sure. <clears throat> and we're essentially at a fucking Cold War with China currently, and it's not... Uh, an arms race like it was with Russia back in the fucking 1960s. It's a war in technology and a war in data. Who's going to acquire the most data? Because at the end of the day, data means money. And this guy, Boss Logic, just blatantly puts it out there like, oh, yeah, this app isn't the Chinese government. But it is. It is. It, it essentially is. Everything that comes from China is the Chinese government. That's. The point of their communist regime. Regime. Uh. <laughs> so I don't I don't know how to fucking take this essentially because like what's I don't know. You have you have TikTok, you have all these other social media platforms, and it's a race to fucking try to win this fucking war on data. Um what do we do? Like, do we let China win? Do we fucking succumb to it because that's the fucking popular platform and everyone's going to jump to TikTok because that's where all the fucking influencers are? That doesn't, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like, if it's legitimately the Chinese government running this, then we should be weary before jumping onto these fucking platforms. Because, as we know, like, there there's... There's a version of the internet in China that doesn't coincide with the internet here in America. Right, right. Or the like rest of the just, fucking world. They just fucking censor everything left and right. Exactly. Everything's yeah. fucking censored. Everything runs through this government fucking filter. 
that keeps people that keeps their fucking citizens from seeing the whole world as it is. They only see what the government wants them to see. And TikTok feeds into this. So I don't think he can just blatantly fucking say these uninformed opinions, just blatantly just blurt them out there considering his fucking platform, considering his fucking following, considering his fucking followers, because he has the ability to influence people into doing something that they shouldn't be doing. I suppose, and uh, maybe my understanding of all of this might be like surface level, but I, I, I'm really wondering what the fuck is the difference between TikTok and like Instagram, Facebook, Google over on our end. You know, it really does seem like it's it's a very very similar means to an end, and uh, and that end being data collection. Yeah. So it's like, oh shit. Okay, what the fuck? Uh, only we can mine data. Only it's only it's only acceptable if American companies are mining data. Like, I really don't understand what the real difference is. I think it's a lesser of two evils. Okay. You know, uh, all these companies are gonna mine your data because again, data means money. Uh, some fucking nerd in the fucking nineties fucking figured out some fucking algorithm that's gonna track. Everything you fucking do, and they're gonna use this information to sell you products. So it's one in the same. American companies doing this and Chinese companies doing this. But the difference between Chinese companies doing this and American companies doing this is American companies are not necessarily tied with tied in with the government. And even if they are, even if they are subsidized by the U.S. government, there are no limitations on information, uh, as opposed to the Chinese that are limiting people's information. You know, uh, everything is run through this propaganda filter of like, okay, is this speaking badly about the Chinese government? Is this speaking badly about the fucking leaders in this community? Uh, So everything has its own checks and balances where... It's only beneficial to the Chinese government. For sure. No shit. Um, I, I think we like to complain a lot over here um, on this side of the pond about how censored we are and how, um, you know, there's a lot of a, a lot of um, uh, job lynch mobs and cancel culture and all that shit. We, we like to complain about that a lot over here. Yeah. But it really doesn't hold a fucking light to what is going on with our chinese counterparts absolutely not yeah they they have the ability to fucking extradite people to any region of china because they were speaking bad about the chinese government and that's bad for all government in china and it's it's come to the point where the fucking the free world is placating to the chinese market because the market the chinese market takes up a big scope of entertainment a big scope of fucking products and services manufacturing for manufacturing sure. so it's a fucking slippery slope to fucking jump onto these platforms that only gives them money and power um man i i, I don't know where to go from here because again 
United States companies are the lesser of two evils. Yes, they date they date mine. Yes, they share your information with fucking whatever the fuck company, but they're not limiting your freedoms. Um, not not as much in, in comparison to uh, anything that's Chinese run. No, sure. I mean, yeah, definitely fucking. It, like- it happens. It happens. You know, your posts get taken down. You get flagged. There's laws that are protecting some kind of shit from you know from from you saying or speaking on a certain matter. Yeah. But um, certainly not as stringent as uh what we have going on over in China. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. And like you can see this reflected. Like the problem with the Chinese market is. Uh, the government influence on it. It's not necessarily the Chinese people. It's just the government of China itself. And you you see this reflected in our media. You, we have companies, Disney, dude. Disney is a, one of the biggest world fucking conglomerates that owns every fucking form of fucking media. And it's placating to this fucking government because of their fucking market share. Right. Right. So you, you have got, you got fucking millions of people, hundreds of millions of people out there, exactly that are consuming, and uh, that's the real fucking goal here is um, get as many consumers as you can, right? To an extent, okay. I don't think. I mean, reality is yes, that's exactly what they're doing. Is is just like get as many consumers as you can watching eyes on the screen. Yeah, that's what counts for them. Money. Eyes on the screen means money. Disney just cares about money. I get it. But it's also limiting what the fuck we're watching at the same time. Like we're we're uh placating to the Chinese government by changing scripts and changing information on media. Just uh, there's this movie uh, uh sorry. What the fuck is it called? The one with the fucking stupid wizard and Marvel movie. <laughs> Some stupid bullshit. The, one the wizard? There's some fucking wizard and some fucking Marvel. What movie. the fuck? Okay. Anyway, I, I, I'm not on game with these uh, with these Marvel movies. So Doctor ask, Strange. You're Sorry. asking the wrong guy. Yeah. Doctor Strange is a Marvel thing now. It's always been Has, Marvel. Yeah, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was a Marvel comic book character. Yeah. For real? Yeah. No shit. Okay. So you have Doctor Strange. Um, like his whole arc is going through like this Tibetan monk bullshit thing and as we all fucking know china does not accept tibet as a fucking free nation on on its own so yeah it's been like a struggle for like what the past three or four decades exactly free tibet (laughs) yeah (laughs) what disney did instead of like going like like no fuck you this is canon of this fucking character uh they decided to change the tibetan monk to a celtic monk a celtic monk yes what the fuck is that that's, that's is that even a thing it is <laughs> never heard of it it's just a white monk essentially <laughs> okay yeah. so oh is it celtic or celtic celtic sorry yeah <laughs> my bad i'm a little tipsy um <laughs> they change it to a celtic monk um only to placate the chinese market so it's not only affecting the chinese people it's affecting us now because we have all these big companies who run practically our fucking nation placating to the chinese government so they're changing all forms of media all forms of what we and what we take in is reflected on what 
the Chinese government has decided is not allowed. Okay. And I don't... I think if we follow this through to... If we follow this through to conclusion, China wins. China wins this fucking Cold War on data. And eventually we all succumb to this fucking Chinese ideal government, which is constant supervision. Censorship? Censorship. I don't think we should let China win at this point. Uh, uh, you know, it's a, it's a real, it's a real nuanced argument, uh, because I'm pretty sure that we might have, um, Anthropos and Ozymandias with Chinese characters doing a fucking, uh, beer review podcast talking Uh-ro. about the same shit. Uh-ro. Uh-ro. <laughs> uh, they might be talking about the same shit. They might be talking about the same shit in a different light where um they're posing us as uh, us us as a threat to yeah. uh, their sovereignty their rights their whatever the fuck and um I, I don't know i just feel like um starting from the fact that our debt to the chinese government is insurmountable uh, i'd say we've already lost uh, i'd say uh this whole transition from superpower from um the u.s and america to the chinese government that that play has been uh like set in motion a long time ago yeah because china the china chinese government is playing the long game they are because at the end of the day it's not about now 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 it's just like okay we can have this now but you're gonna owe us later yep yep and we've totally fallen for that and it it really has kind of set the stage for a passing of the guard and i i feel like a lot of economists have seen this coming um but i feel like maybe where it's been a little bit murky has been exactly how does it happen and i think this might be one of the ways that it's accomplished in just um data wars yeah this is a new type of war this is a fucking technological war um it's a war based on who gets the most information and who controls the most information it it is a very interesting fucking time to be alive the chinese curse right may you live in interesting times nice very fitting exactly It, it i don't know i i just i don't want to end up where this is going um we're gonna end up with the fucking communist semi-capitalist regime uh where essentially just these families of power like in china there are a select few families that run the government i don't think it would benefit any of us so joining tiktok joining shit like this that seems so inconspicuous is us fucking sowing what we fucking reap yeah uh reaping what we sow reaping what we sow yeah but they're funny though bro have you seen the videos on tiktok i've seen some of them they're pretty funny bro (laughs) there is some creative content out there i'll give them that but that's not tiktok in itself that's just the people who 
placate to this bullshit. It's that, just a new it's just a new platform. They'll for, live under this fucking regime in order to fucking make a couple thousand dollars off their fucking TikTok because that's the new platform where everyone should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The same shit, different app. Not same shit though. It's Chinese government. Like this whole like idea behind what Boss Logic is saying that it's China, it's not the Chinese government is such a fucking bullshit idea because everything in China is government subsidized. Uh, the, the Chinese government runs everything you see coming from China. Yeah. doesn't matter what the fuck it is. If it's fucking Nike, if it's fucking Google, Google placated to fucking Chinese, the Chinese government. That's terrible. There's a fucking censored version of Google in China. That's awful. Because... China says, "Hey, uh, you don't want us here. Then if you if you don't censor your fucking search engine, then you're not gonna be here. And all that's gonna fucking happen is we're gonna fucking clone your search engine, and you're fucked. We're gonna have our own version of Google here. Yeah, is that what you want, Google? And Google's like, oh, that's such a big market. I don't know. No shit. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Let's just go there. They're going to clone our shit anyway. They're going to do what they're going to do anyway. It's better us than somebody else do it and because money. Because money. Because money. <laughs> Apple does the exact same shit. Google does the fucking same shit. Everybody's fucking placating to China's fucking whim because fucking money. Yeah. And it's fucking <sighs> frustrating to see that our free market economy is placating to this communist regime. They're, they're, they're essentially just gathering supporters. Uh, they're developing a new fucking axis of power. That you have Iran supporting China. You have Russia supporting China. You have this new fucking axis of power controlling the fucking world, controlling the free world. So where do we go from here? I think it's I think it's really interesting because there's a mashup of, uh, I guess, objectives here. There's like a, a incontinuity of right. objectives. Um, I think from the founding of America, it, I I don't know if it's you know played out well or uh, gone according to plan, but there I mean this country was based on a lot of freedoms. Yes. Uh, it was based on uh, a bunch of, uh, you know, the founding fathers coming from an oppressed nation and wanting to do exactly the opposite. And then uh, you have China, who is a fucking uh, a demagogue of, of like, control and power. And um, I, w- I want to give them this laser-like focus, you know, um, like whatever it is that they set their minds to, uh, whether that be like technological or scientific advancements, they seem to be able to accomplish it, if not by heavy handed fucking rule, you know, if not by direct command, not by willpower, not by fucking just like, um, you know, like the capitalist uh, sense of, oh, well, this is fucking lucrative. Let me put my energy here. It's more of like, no, 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 this is the plan. This is what we do. This is how we get it done. Let's fucking do it. So um, I, I'll give them the credit on that end. Uh, they do seem to be a fucking powerhouse um, of technology and science. 
and uh, they have a very very clear crisp focus on their objectives and uh over here it's it's uh, i don't know it's it's a little bit less focused with what we have with our advancement uh i think that there's uh i don't know like a a dilution like not a delusion with the s like a dilution like being dil diluted yeah of um like exactly what it is we are trying to put our best minds to and um yeah it's just like two different fucking completely uh different worldviews there's clash i mean together. there's definitely a benefit to fucking this hyper focus that china has and that's being led by their fucking government for sure uh, there's they have a clear objective which is world domination world fucking power they want to be the world fucking power yeah they want to be the first world exactly so i understand that focus and that determination comes from their people that their people were born into a circumstance of hey we're fucking shit like our value of life is nothing there are fucking 300 million other fucking people like me in this fucking city alone that look exactly like me with all slanty ideas shit um <laughs> so my value my value as a human being is really nothing other than what i can produce right so that hyper focus comes from that understanding that realistically you are not valuable so as opposed to the american people who are told at, from fucking childhood, you can be whatever you want to be. You can Snowflakes. Yeah. Whatever you dream, you, you can become. You know, everyone is fucking coddled and just like, you are special. You are a fucking snowflake. You're a beautiful fucking snowflake. As opposed to the like, Chinese people who are just looked down as fucking shit. They're yep. treated like shit their entire lives. They fucking send one of their fucking relatives out to the United States because here you can own land. It's not government owned. You can fucking actually make something of yourself. And not only that, it comes at a reasonable price. Exactly. A lot of the fucking land out there is uh, really fucking expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a couple Chinese friends who tell me as much. The reason they're here buying up so much fucking land is because you can own land here. Yeah. And once you own land here, you can bring your family over. Right. Because you have a running business. You have land. You're a property owner. You contribute to the U.S. government. You're paying taxes. So you, you're afforded so many fucking green cards. You, so you have families collecting money and sending it to one fucking individual. And it, if he fucking fails and everybody fucking fails and that's the pressure on the fucking Chinese people here. Yeah. The reason they work so fucking hard at fucking school here is because their entire fucking family and all their, every fucking generation of their fucking existence is dependent on them. <laughs> their fucking bloodline depends on it. <laughs> exactly. And it's not just like, am I going to fucking procreate my, and just fucking pass on my genes? No. It's everyone in your fucking family that you know and fucking love depends on you right now. Yeah. And if you fuck up, then everyone fucking dies. Because they're sending everything they fucking make out to you so you can buy a fucking house, you can buy a fucking business, so you can get them fucking green cards, and then you start the cycle all over again. And they're fucking sending everyone in fucking mass over here. Asian invasion. Asian invasion. <laughs> 
<laughs> for sure. Um, where the fuck was I going with this? Anyway, um, new access of fucking power. Um, the Chinese <laughs> government is trying to fucking data mine everything because data means money. <sighs> the difference between the United States and America doing it is we still have sovereignty here, individual sovereignty, and China doesn't so much. God damn it, I'm fucking burping. <laughs> fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. It really I'm, is. I'm worried about the future. I'm worried about what the fuck this actually fucking means. If all these fucking companies are placating to them, then eventually we're all going to have to placate to the Chinese government. I, I'd say the best that, that it is um, kind of packaged uh, I'd say is really the whole um, lesser of two evils. Right. I, I really hate to go with that argument too, because there's plenty of times where I want to fucking uh, talk shit about, uh, you know, uh, the intrusiveness of our government right. in our privacy. Um, there is no privacy over here. And, and I like to bitch a lot about that. Um, but, when it comes into like uh, consp- uh comparison alongside with uh Chinese government uh shit man yeah they kind of they they they're they're working on a whole nother level they really are uh, i really hate to um broach the idea of lesser of two evils but it really does kind of come down to that in, in this sense in this scenario and um i really like my privileges my my temporary privileges you know a lot of the things that we call rights right a lot of things oh it's in the fucking bill of rights and it's in it's in the constitution uh i i really like to look at these not as rights because rights it it kind of implies that um from birth you are endowed with these and what we see as we grow and we uh observe what we see is these are not necessarily um, God-given rights, as they're called. Right. These are more along the lines of temporary privileges that we are um, we have the luxury of enjoying, unless we kind of step across a certain line and then they're taken away. But um, yeah, we certainly do enjoy more of that here uh, in this form of government than uh, our our Chinese counterparts. So, in this sense, I would I would have to go with the lesser of two evils. That's unfortunate too. It is. It really is. It it's evil, but we don't really know what evil is until we see it incarnate in such a fucking form, uh, like the Chinese government. Like, as far as we know, they're happy go lucky people, and just you know. <laughs> Serena's Chinese having a grand old time. Worried about their fucking ancestors and talking to fucking dragons and (laughs) shit like that. (laughs) But it's the opposite of that. If you're not well off in China, then you're not fucking well off anywhere. You're. It's an entire civilization built on the backs of poor people. Definitely, for sure. And they're taking advantage of daily. 
And now we have this fucking platform called TikTok. That's fucking Chinese government subsidized. Um, and people like Boss Logic or any other fucking quote unquote influencer online has, I believe, a fucking responsibility to fucking investigate what the fuck they're talking about before they actually fucking talk about it. Because with what the fuck is that fucking Spider Man quote? Uh, with great response, with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. Yeah. So you have great power. Accept your fucking responsibility. You can't just fucking talk out of your ass because you think this next platform is going to make you fucking money. You need to worry about the unintended consequences of it. And the unintended consequences is giving more power to this Chinese government that's currently oppressing millions of fucking people. That their intention is to rule us as well. and. And in ruling us, they're going to fucking, what the fuck was the word? Oppress us as well. I think we could really drive the point home here. I think we could just say this. These are the same people that are giving us coronavirus <laughs> and Ebola. God. <laughs> the chino chino japonés. Come caca, no me des. Chino cochino. <laughs> i don't think that like more um noble and succinct words have ever been spoken (laughs) chino cochino (laughs) i want again fucking i don't know this whole coronavirus thing it, it seems kind of like a scare tactic okay like another fucking just like any of the like a nine eleven just like any of the other fucking I wouldn't call I wouldn't yeah. compare it to a nine eleven I'd say it's more along the like the Ebola or uh, swine flu right or bird flu or fucking Ni- West Nile virus or Ebola I don't know if I said that one already or Ebola um fucking <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like one of these it just seems like one of these I mean just like for complete transparency I believe the number that I heard. Uh, reported was uh, has a kill rate of something like 2.3 percent or three percent or something like that that's that's a really low mortality rate i mean if you're looking at numbers for sure i mean what else are you gonna look at um is there like any like harder statistic what's the quote uh the death of one person is a tragedy the death of more than thousand people is a statistic Oh, okay. That's yeah. Good. So you're just looking at numbers and not really being empathetic with the actual mortality rate. No, absolutely not. Not yeah. at that. Fucking it's just like ah, it's two percent. What does that fucking mean? Yeah, absolutely. It means fucking hundreds of fucking people are fucking dying. Uh, it's like a thousand over a thousand right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what does that mean? Like on a fucking world, like on a world basis, you know? Yeah. It, like percentage fucking, wise, it the doesn't. Fucking it's flu fucking, kills it's a more fucking people. Blip, blip. Yeah. The sure, flu kills but that's still a thousand that. fucking people that fucking died. Fuck them. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, it doesn't affect you. It's not in your backyard. Who the fuck cares? It is in my backyard, actually. Is it? Yeah, there's reported cases here in Anaheim, California. I hope you uh, fucking contract it. <laughs> but if I contract it, that means the Chinese government wins. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> hmm. I'm conflicted here. <laughs> 
brother. Fuck it. Let's move on to the fucking third beer in our lineup, man. I guess. I, I just I don't feel like I drove my point home. But let's move on to the next beer. Let's do the damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, for the third beer in our lineup, we got High Water Brewing Company's Campfire Stout. Now, this stout has been a fucking personal favorite for me. Have you ever had this, Ozymandias? Nope, you're a bad friend. Okay, I'm a bad friend, and I am really excited for you to have this. So, as the name implies, and as the little graphic on the front implies, uh, this is everything that you would expect out of a campfire. This looks like a fucking Charmin commercial. It does. You kind of you kind of expect for this food to be trying to wipe his ass for a yeah, quick. Yeah, with some toilet paper hanging from his fucking feet or some bullshit. <laughs> it says unique flavors for the curious palate. Campfire stout leaves you wanting some more. <laughs> stout with graham crackers, molasses, natural and artificial flavors, and caramel color. Campfire stout evokes fond memories of wilderness and camping adventures. Notes of chocolate and graham cracker topped with a hint of marshmallow will leave you wanting some more. Some more? <laughs> some like, more what? Like any campfire experience, this beer is best shared with a warm circle of family and friends. Aw. This thing comes in at a 6.5 ABV, and it is a World Beer Cup winner in 2018. It won a bronze. It also won 2014 and 2016 gold medals at the Great American Beer Festival. This thing is a delicious fucking stout. Uh, again, it's been a longtime favorite, and I've seen this kind of go up in rank. Um, the last, you know, when I first started buying this, it was at a re real reasonable rate. Uh, nowadays, you cannot find this for under... Uh, if you're buying it in a 16 ounce can, I want to say that that four pack's going to run you like 20 bucks. If you're buying this in a bomber, it's going to run you like no less than like 10 to 12 bucks. Why is there a waterfall falling onto grass? Uh, that's kind of like a. <laughs> like, there's why not like the a river. Bear, why isn't the bear soaked? Why is the fire still on? Like I could see that. Like there's like no real river or stream running after the waterfall. Uh, it's like fall. It's falling into a black hole apparently. <laughs> so that waterfall is a little bit of um. It, it's kind of iconic in High Water Brewing Company's labeling. Uh, it is a staple in their labels. Okay. So you'll you'll find that a lot. That's where that comes from. But uh, I see your point. It's kind of falling into a nothingness. It's there's no stream or river. Just like my life. <laughs> <laughs> fucking man. <laughs> Why is that funny? Why do you laugh every time I go fucking nihilistic? You fucking piece of shit. What do you want me to do? Fucking cry for you? Yes. Play you a fucking violin? Yes. <laughs> I want you to learn how to play the fucking violin so you can fucking play it every time I talk about how fucking depressed I am. It's got a Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Hell yeah. <laughs> American dream, son. No, you know what I'm going to do? What's that? I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to offer you a beer, man. How about that? Cool. 
<laughs> right. Spin more into my depression. <laughs> <laughs> Here goes my. Why do you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, man. Uh, let's Ooh. see what this offers on the nose. Not giving away a lot. Yeah, I don't smell. I don't smell much. Yeah, and and at a six point five, it is very modest. Um, but for a six point five, I feel like it packs um a whole lot of flavor. Uh, this is probably like the tenth time that I've seen it. Uh, not that I've seen it, that I've had it. Yeah. At, at the very minimum, and um, yeah, this is uh really fucking dark um it looks creamy as fuck that head has great retention great lacing um a really dark tan head real foamy and yeah i, I really can't wait for you to try this man this has been a long time favorite for me let's do this cheers brother cheers Uh, okay. Try this again. Talk to me, man. Burnt marshmallows. Okay. Smoky. Yes. Yes. rich isn't that really surprising for a 6.5 mm-hmm. uh, so i do get the marshmallow sweetness there um i get uh chocolatey uh i want to say like the thing that leads in this beer is its roastiness its smokiness mm-hmm. um there's a lot of roasted smoky malts here and it's a little bit um it, it calls back to any time that you might have been gathered around a fire. This fucking beer is a really fucking great beer to have around um, a fireplace. Yeah. Are you a fan of s'mores? I am. Are you? I am. I didn't have one until like very late in my life. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I am. I- I'd say so. Okay. I've had s'mores and uh, my cousin was a big fan of them. So he would make s'mores occasionally. Um. But I would have them without roasting the marshmallow. You just have it like with the raw marshmallow? Yeah, raw, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. Yeah, it was just marshmallow without roasting it. Why? Because I hated the fucking taste of roasted marshmallow. Oh, fuck. All right. Because all it did was taste like burnt fucking sugar to me. <laughs> you really do hate everything, don't you? <laughs> no, I enjoyed them without roasting them. Oh yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. At the very least, you found a way to enjoy it. Yeah, I was like, oh, you guys can roast them. That's cool. You know, they'd hold them up until they got all fucking pitch black, and then <laughs> they wouldn't turn off until the like the fifth blow. So they got too fucking burnt. They always were always too fucking burnt. So is this recalling some of that for you? The burnt marshmallow a little bit, yeah. (laughs) 
I am enjoying that sweetness. I am a big fan of graham crackers. I'm uh, not getting much of the graham cracker here. That has always been um, kind of a complaint for me on this beer. Is um, I feel like it certainly could do with a little bit more of that. Yeah. Yeah. But. But. It, it isn't. It is nice. It's, it's very nice. It's fucking delicate. It's not an overpoweringly like roasted marshmallow thing. It's just like hints of it. Yeah. It's coming in up front and then just kind of mellows out very nicely. I'm impressed. This is good. Uh, from the first time that I tried this beer, it, it always ranked high with me. Uh, again, um, my only criticism of it, uh, well, at the time, uh, now I could uh, pile on a few more, but <laughs> at the time... Um, I would say that that was my biggest complaint is, yeah. why didn't you just put a fuckload more of uh, graham crack in here? It would have really brought everything together. Yes. Um, now with, uh, you know, again, how many other, um, how many other stouts I've been presented with, how many other flavor profiles I've experienced, uh, this could do with a little bit more ABV. It could do with a little bit more fullness on the body, um, but I, I think it's a very modest approach to what they're going for here. It, it doesn't demand your atten attention. It doesn't um, overwhelm your senses. It just is what it is, and it delivers it, um, again, like you said, delicately. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a really nice approach to the flavors that they want to present here. Um, very delicate it's very subtle you have the roastiness but it's not prominent you have the marshmallows but it's not overpowering the beer you have the chocolatiness but it's not just lingering there with chocolate right so it's hard to figure out what it wants to be it's a stout Right? For sure, it's a stout. Campfire stout. It's missing some sweetness. Okay. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, it could, it could certainly do with a lot more of that. Yeah, that roastiness, that marshmallowiness is it's finishing dry. And what I'm expecting from a s'more is sweetness. So... Ah, but it's nice. I, I I'm conflicted here because it's not. None of the flavors are really powerful, but it. Uh, I'm. I don't want them to be more than that than what they are. Okay, very good. I I I would call this a very succinct approach to the flavor profile that they want that they intended for. Yeah. Um, it is delicate. It's modest. It's succinct. Uh, it's just, um, here's what we wanted to give you guys, but we didn't want to fucking blast you in the face with it. Right. It's not like what we had earlier, which was just a fucking flavor blast. Yeah. Yeah. This is the fucking antithesis of that. It's subtle flavoring. Like here's our stout. Here's our beer with subtle marshmallows, subtle chocolate, and a little bit of roastiness. Yeah. 
um very a, interesting a really awesome uh roundness <clears throat> to it yeah very well balanced sweetness um nothing nothing calls to your attention more than the next and um everything plays together with each other very well mm -hmm. just a really well crafted balanced beer It's kind of reminiscent of uh, these nitro cold brews. Okay. Uh, because of the the bubbles in it from the nitrogen. Yeah. It even the cold brew itself is already not a bitter roast. You know, it kind of dilutes the roast cold brewing a fucking yeah. coffee bean. It gives you the <clears> flavor <throat> without that like hardcore bitterness. Exactly. So if feels like this is kind of brewed in that same style okay that's fair um it's very fucking mellow very subtle flavorings of the fucking coffee itself specifically the nitro ones they come off really fucking smooth and velvety but not overpowering on the fucking coffee notes and i feel like this is kind of reminiscent of that uh. Again, with this being um, with this being probably my tenth or more uh, visit to this beer, um, it really does, and I, and I don't mean this in a in a bad way. Um, it really does leave me wanting some more. <laughs> uh, this is a stout that I could totally see myself fucking crushing, and that's not something that you typically say about stouts. No, unless it's a Guinness. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think Guinness is the only other stout that you can like crush. Yeah. Yeah. This one, um, it, it's um it's a dessert, but it's not overpowering. And um I could definitely see myself enjoying quite a few of these uh, with that that expectation of I'm gonna experience all these flavors, but it's not gonna punch me in the face and it's just gonna be a really fucking awesome. There's like something that's I want to say nostalgic about this, uh, about this flavor. There, there's something comforting. There's some warmth. Uh, there's some, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like this fucking beer just kind of like wraps a fucking, uh, a shawl around your shoulders. And it really does make you feel like you're sitting around the fucking fireplace or, you know, a it takes fucking you out open to the bushes fire. and puts it in your ass. <laughs> no you didn't go you didn't go through the boy scouts oh. <laughs> yeah there's there's certainly some of uh some of uh of the uh open fire kind of deal i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say i want to say that there's like uh, there's a lot of flame um to this beer <laughs> Oh yeah, um, a, lot of, a lot of flaming notes, <laughs> um, reminiscent of childhood or, ch or children's childhood, children's childhoods. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, this thing's uh, this thing's uh, back to pedophilia, bro. <laughs> Terrible. Of course, of I'm course. not a pedophile, <laughs> but but. <laughs> Uh yeah, this thing uh this thing is right on par with what I remember it being. Always it is uh consistent and I really do care for that. I really do care for just a consistent display of a flavor profile that you could just always reach for 
and always be satisfied with. Um, I, I'm, I'm ready to rate this. I'm going to give this, I'm going to give High Water Brewing Company's Campfire Stout a very respectable 7.5. Okay. It's a 7 for me. Um, Again, crushable. Like you were saying, it's a very sessionable fucking stout. Yeah. Uh, It's very light-bodied, considering it's a fucking stout. Uh, Very, very well fucking rounded. It could do with a little bit more sweetness. Yeah. But it overall, it's a pretty decent fucking stout. It's a seven for me. Seven for you, 7.5 for me. Mm-hmm. And what I'd like to do here is, um, as I did mention at the top of the episode, this was set up to be lined up with the bomb. And I want to uh-huh. just go ahead and jump in right Jesus into the bomb. Fucking yep. Christ. Because I want a direct comparison from this beer to our bomb. Let's do whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> Stop saying okay. Why what am I supposed to say? I don't know. Sorry you a bit. <laughs> I need to feel something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Let's see if this beer makes you feel something. Okay. I have a feeling it will. Blech. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. Right, right. If you'll finish what's in, left in your mug, I, I still got some I'm working on right here. Ah, cheers. Cheers. All right. And I'd like, you, I'd like you to take note of that flavor profile for that one last time. Uh-huh. So that's, uh, that could set us up for our last beer of the lineup. Committing that to memory. All right, good. So we are having Midnight Small from Toga Sequoia Brewing Company. That's right. This is Barrel Aged Imperial Stout. This is aged in bourbon whiskey barrels. This is 2019 release comes in at 13.5 percent. Oh yeah, baby. Let's see what else is here. Surgeon General warning. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Does anybody read that? I, I read it. Well, aside from your ironic reading of it, does anybody really ever? Fucking I don't read think that? so, man. I think everybody's like, yeah, 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 shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> right? <sighs> Goddamn fucking, what is it? Fantalizing the fucking world. <clears throat> Fantalizing? Infantilizing. Oh, I see. Yeah. How was that any different? Because I said fantalizing. I thought oh. you said fanta. Like, like wanna fanta? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you wanna? <laughs> I do wanna. I wish we had a video for this because then they kind of missed this whole thing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I'm putting the beer out to you. <laughs> I want to. Don't you wanna? All right, hurry the fuck up and read it. Then. Don't you wanna? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. I want to. Relax. <laughs> You're going to get fucking beer right now. Why the fuck are you so fucking angry and depressed? Uh, <clears throat> We have taken our barrel-aged Imperial Stout to the next level by introducing copious amounts of Madagascar vanilla beans, Ecuadorian co- cocoa nibs, 
and natural marshmallow flavor. How the fuck are marshmallows natural? <laughs> what is nar- natural marshmallow flavoring? <laughs> the Where fuck? do marshmallows come from? Uh, I think they grow like potatoes. <laughs> like mar- I thought it was like marshmallow trees. Oh. <laughs> Maybe they grow out in fields. Yeah. And right next to cotton. Yeah. You know, kind of this like that. <laughs> oh no, there's no black people. Madagascar, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> to represent a similar experience of a liquid schmoll, there are nuances of sweet vanilla and marshmallow-rich chocolate and whiskey throughout each sip. Truly, perfect treat for sharing with friends over an open fire. That's right. I'm going to call you the open flame. (laughs) (laughs) We're about to have this right now. (laughs) Come on, you got it. Fucking wax. You almost had it. Come on. Let's try another area. (laughs) Nope. 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 You have a fucking bottle opener for this. Come on. Oh, there it is. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with the campfire style freshly in our minds, I wanted to jump into this just so that we could compare and contrast. I know that it's not from Tioga Sequoia. Uh, I know that it's uh like the redheaded stepchild in the lineup. But when I put this lineup together, I thought, what the fuck could you put before this bomb? And I couldn't find a better candidate to kind of prime us for the flavor profile that we're going to experience right now, other than the campfire. Uh, With that in mind, let's just go ahead and fucking have this motherfucker. Cheers, brother. Let me have some, bitch. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Fuck. Right away. Right away. Wow. The other one didn't give away much from the smell, but this one... Well, almost uh, double, well, actually over double the ABV on this one. Um, this thing is actually quite loud on the nose. Play-Doh. <laughs> you smell Play-Doh? Yeah. <laughs> I smell whiskey. I smell barrel. I smell chocolate. I smell sweetness. I smell Play-Doh. <laughs> I hope this doesn't taste like Play-Doh for you. Yeah, this thing is, uh, this thing is, uh, I'm also smelling a little bit of cra- graham cracker on there. I smell Play-Doh. <laughs> I could see that. Yes? I could okay. see that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking ruining this beer for me, man. It's <laughs> like fucking Play-Doh. <laughs> it smells like boozy Play-Doh. <laughs> Is there any other kind? <laughs> Come on now. It's like whiskey Play-Doh. Barrel-aged Play-Doh. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's see what we got, man. Cheers. Cheers, brother. <laughs> Mm. 
god. Doesn't it taste like Play-Doh? Real big up front. Real big up front. This thing is fucking it's it's massive. A lot of the fucking spirit is right just hitting you. Testify. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's it's really prominent. It, it does the, the spirit of the beer is really prominent. Um the fact that this is whiskey barrel aged is really prominent. Um I, I'm already feeling that fucking warmth of the spirit kind of trail down my esophagus. It's definitely fucking warm. Wow. And uh, I, I really hope that you can get a sense as to why I wanted to prime our senses with the campfire stout and move on to this one. This thing is like a fucking monster compared to the campfire stout. Yes, it is. As an boozy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Booziness is fucking prominent. The whiskey is fucking prominent. Oof. oof, oof. I'm not getting much of the marshmallow. Uh, I am getting some of the graham cracker on this. Okay. Some of the chocolate coming through. Um, It's very, very oddly bitter. Huh. It smells like Play-Doh. <laughs> it tastes like Play-Don't. <sighs> what is this? Huh, huh, huh. Yeah, this thing is chewy as fuck. It's it's uh super full bodied. Uh it's rich. I am getting a lot of that natural marshmallow flavoring. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of marshmallow here. I'm getting a lot of chocolate. I wish I was getting more graham cracker. I have the same fucking complaint uh that I do with the campfire style as I do with this one, the midnight s'more uh from the Tioga Sequoia. Uh, I really wish that there was a way that they were able to pack in a lot more graham cracker. Yeah. I just really feel like that would round this beer out. See, I'm getting less of the marshmallow, more of the graham cracker on this. Very boozy. Very prominently fucking boozy. Yeah. Like super unapologetic about how yeah, boozy it is. No attempt to mask it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's very, very interesting take. I mean, I don't mind it so much because I understand what they were going for, which was a whiskey taste to it. Right. Right. So that you want that warmth. You Correct. want that booziness Correct. to come through. Yeah. yeah. That, hmm. It's very roasty, very smoky, very chocolatey. I, I, <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of that bitterness is going to be coming from that how exactly how darkly roasted those malts are too. Mm -hmm. Fucking a wow! What the fuck is a natural marshmallow? This bro? is beautiful. I I I love <laughs> this. I I fucking love this fucking beer. Yeah, yeah. If I love the camps the campfire stout. Um, how could I not fucking just, uh, you know, be head over heels for this one? Um, this thing is a fucking beast. Uh, it, it, it again is 
very unapologetic about the booze but i feel again that that's purposeful that you're supposed to get that warmth yep uh there's that smokiness that roastiness it's very full-bodied and extra creamy that's right i personally am not getting graham cracker i'm getting it i'm getting it more than a marshmallow okay uh which is why I keep asking, like, what the fuck is a natural marshmallow? It's just, there's a sweetness to it, and I'm I'm getting graham cracker more than marshmallow sweetness. It's hard to put my fucking finger on it. You know, it wants to ask me if we're friends or what, are, what we are, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do enjoy the unapologetic booziness. Yeah. It's very fucking interesting, and like, what? This is the first time having the to, uh, Tioga or Tioga. What the fuck is it? Toyota. Toyota. Tioga Tacoma. Toyota Tacoma. Yeah, yeah. Toyota Tacoma. So, from what I learned from Toyota Tacoma today, was that they're very fucking flavorful beers. Yeah. They're they're not subtle about their flavors. Everything's a fucking flavor punch, just like this, just like the one we had prior to this. The fucking autonomous, <laughs> the autonomous prime from Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> that actually makes sense. It does. Yeah. I see that from Toyota. Yeah, I get that. Autonomous prime. <laughs> uh, they're all fucking. Uh, just a fucking flavor punch up front. Um, I don't get marshmallow, though. Here, check this out. Just get a dab of it on your palate. Just a dab. Like, I, I <laughs> just a little bit on, on, your, on your tongue. Just really fucking forward. Just really punchy. Uh, super punchy. Um, a big fucking spirit essence. Like kind of like an ethanol essence of the booze. And it just, it's followed by a really syrupy fucking sweetness to it. Yeah. Um, there's there's um, like a bitter chocolate. There's a vanilla-y kind of flavor in there. Um, there's to, to me like a marshmallow creaminess to it. Mm -hmm. Um, the body is super full and super creamy. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot that I can complain about the beer. Okay. Go ahead. Just follow me. Take a big swig. Okay. And don't stop drinking until you finish it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Fucking name. <laughs> Fuck, that's not a beer that you take big swigs of. Goddamn. <laughs> oh, my God. It really does coat the whole fucking palate. Yeah. Goddamn. This thing demands a lot of attention. It, it really kind of pulls you in and says, no, you're experiencing me. Um, While the campfire kind of... Uh, Just like the camp counselors, huh? <laughs> while the campfire style <laughs> is very modest in in its flavor profile the camp counselors weren't <laughs> yes <laughs> the midnight s'mores doesn't allow any room 
for you to escape the grasp, the strong grasp of its manly hands. <laughs> you really feel the grasp around your hips and <laughs> it takes you by the throat. <laughs> Fills your mouth up with flavor. <laughs> Just coats the tongue. Oh, man, this thing <laughs> it's it's super roasty. Um the chocolate in here, I want to say is like a really dark bitter chocolate. Um it, it's somewhere in the middle of like a dark bitter chocolate and a milk chocolate. It's really weird. It's like a bittersweet chocolate. Um again for me, a lot <clears throat> of marshmallow that's uh that's present and i think the most important part is the barrel and the whiskey are um forward yep they're present they uh hold you and they don't let you go throughout the (laughs) (laughs) seriously (laughs) throughout the experience of this beer This beer, this beer is worth its its fucking weight. <laughs> it really is worth its weight, and um, okay. I, I encourage anyone to get their hands on this and leave it for a very special occasion, a night with uh with your loved one, a night with close friends. Uh, this thing is a whale, and uh, you want to fucking pop this open with a crowd that's going to be able to appreciate exactly how nuanced this fucking flavor profile is. Dude, good job on powering through that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, the camp counselor bowing <laughs> your asshole. That's what I meant. <laughs> uh, he breaks. Um, <clears throat> this is an incredible beer. Uh, very flavor forward. Very fucking unapologetically fucking boozy. There, that you can taste the. F- I get woody. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I can't, I can't help it. Um I get woody. It's like the camp counselors. Um there's a very fucking weird texture to this. Texture? Texture. Okay. That's coming in combination with the smell and just the finish of it. It's it's very dry and it's very I can't really fucking put my finger on it. I called it play-doh. But I want to say that the note that you're following that I would say is Play-Doh for me comes across as a marshmallow. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I figured that, but I thought it was funny to say (laughs) Play-Doh. It did, though. Like, I got to admit, I smelled it and I said, all right. Yeah, I kind of see that. Yeah. It kind of does smell a little bit like that. But once you get a swig of it, um, it's a natural flavor of something very unnatural right it it, it, it is an artificial sweetness mm-hmm. but it's uh kind of spot on to the artificial sweetness that like you don't really have like okay so a lot of times we get like uh shit like pineapple or mango and we're like oh this tastes like fucking a fake version of that yeah but when you're talking about a fucking marshmallow how do you fake a marshmallow <laughs> well you fucking fake a marshmallow by marshmallow so it's not yeah. like it fucking it's a natural flavor 
it doesn't fucking like uh, come off of a tree or a vine or a bush. Well, I mean, it's already there a has to be a specific sweetener to make marshmallows. No, I don't know. Like, I don't know how. I know it's vanilla thing. and sugar and sugar and more sugar. Yeah, yeah. I know there's vanilla in there for sure. So that could be it here. Just like vanilla sweetness to it. Um, <clears throat> you can fuck up a marshmallow though. Like get the wrong sweetener and you get some fucking stevia in there instead of fucking cane sugar. You fucked up. I don't know, man. Uh, to me, this is really like even on the nose, it smells marshmallowy. Um, the nose is marshmallowy. The taste follows. Uh, I think that that Play-Doh line that you're following following is going to be what the marshmallow is to me. Yeah. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Are we rating this? Let's fucking rate this, man. Go for what, it. what do you got? I am going to give this a seven. Wow. Fucking A. Yeah. Holy shit. I did not expect that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Only because it's. No, I'm sorry. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm way off. I'm way off. I'm way okay. off on this. This is an eight point five. Okay, that's yeah. that's a little bit more. Yeah, um, more along the lines of what I was expecting. Yeah, okay. I was I was talking shit in my head about marshmallows, <laughs> but no, it's an eight point five overall. The the beer is fucking great. Um, I like the fucking booziness. I like the woodiness. I like the smokiness. I like the roastiness. I like the fucking light sweet maltiness. Um. I do get a little bit of graham cracker. I'm still missing the marshmallow, but it could be the Play-Doh thing that you're talking about. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, again, I don't know what the fucking natural marshmallow is, but <laughs> if that's it, I'm okay with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's really fair. Um, I'm going to give this a nine. <coughs> and um, the only way that this can improve is if we introduce marshmallows to it. Uh, I'm sorry, marshmallows. If we introduce graham cracker to it. Mm. So um, here's what I uh, here's what I'd like to do with this beer. I'd like to go ahead and just press this through a bunch of graham crackers. I feel like it's 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 missing a really uh, key note in the sense that graham cracker is a very prominent flavor, something that you might be able to call out in a dessert. And I'm not able to uh, find it. I'm looking for it here. And there's definitely a lot of sweetness that's happening, but none of it is indicative of graham cracker to me. So if I were to be able to press this through with a bunch of graham crackers, like crushed graham crackers, and then just pour that out and have that on, on you know, afterwards, I feel like this might be a 10 for me. Mm. As far as booziness goes, ABV goes, woodiness goes, sweetness, uh, character, body, all of it is fucking ridiculously on point this thing is a beast the only way i can get this to a 10 might be by aging it a bit and also by the addition of more graham crackers and i would be definitely willing to get my hands on another bottle of this and getting some fucking graham crackers and just getting a coffee press and seeing what that's like at at the end of it nine for me 8.5 for you that's very reasonable a really incredible fucking showing from tioga sequoia i think you really pegged them though uh you mentioned in your review of this you mentioned what else we've had 
and yeah everything has been flavor forward it has um all three showings that we had from tioga sequoia really kind of give us an understanding that tioga sequoia ain't pulling any fucking punches yeah they're not fucking around like exactly that's been i complained about a lot of fucking breweries yes is yes they fucking claim to be a certain flavor and they hold back on everything mm-hmm. and we've talked about this very much so on this fucking podcast where it's just like if you're gonna fucking claim something then fucking follow through with it do the fuck out of it do yeah. the fuck out of it and fucking toyota tacoma has done a <laughs> hell of a job with all their fucking beers they really have except the fucking stupid cookie one that they didn't fucking promote the coconut in it that's it that's it that's like the, really the only the real criticism. flavor was there it was, it was prominent as fuck if it you sold it as delicious. a fucking coconut pastry exactly it would be spot on you'd get a like you would get a solid nine out of that yep. one uh it just you didn't do that and then you put a bunch of coconut in there and then uh, but everything that we've had from them has been flavor fucking forward yep uh you got a lot of coconut on the pastry crumb um, you got a lot of chocolatey hazelnut on the um autonomous, <coughs> <laughs> and then autonomous on, prime, and then on this one from Toyota uh, on the midnight sport s'more, uh, <laughs> this thing is a fucking dessert. Yeah, this thing is a whiskey dessert in a fucking bottle. Um, it's incredible. Uh, I would save this for a special occasion. I would fucking pop this open with a fucking uh. With a romantic interest, this thing is a fucking panty dropper. Uh-huh. Definitely, yeah. Oh, How you feeling? Huh? <laughs> Panty's been off, bro. <laughs> Good. Perfect. Free balling today. <laughs> free balling. Because I'm free. Free balling. <laughs> Yeah, Just definitely. Like my camp counselor <laughs> suggested. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Midnight S'more is a penny dropper. You want to fucking blow the pennies off of some bitch? Get her the fucking get her a bottle of this shit. This will blow her away, and then she'll blow you away. Hopefully. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. So. Um, I'd I'd like to um I'd like to exit on this podcast with a very special announcement. Uh, we do have uh a tier for our patrons. Uh, at the highest tier that we have available currently, we do have a few. Um, how can I say this? Incentives. We have a few benefits for that last tier. One of them is drink like a philosopher. And what we're going to do for that one, for the time being, is we're going to package one lineup a month, minus the bomb, and we're going to send that out to one lucky uh, patron. Uh, So hit us up on patreon.com, check out our tiers. Um, If you see the one that says drink like a philosopher, sign up for that one. And uh, once a month, we're going to do a raffle of one for the time being one week's lineup and what we're going to do for that is we're going to make sure that we get 16 ounce cans across the way just like we did on this episode we had the pastry crumb we had the tomness we had the campfire style all of them 16 ounce cans 
And this is actually going to be the first official lineup that we use for the Drink Like a Philosopher uh, tier for the Patreon uh, account. Now, um, there's uh, we're going a little bit back and forth on what we're going to do mo- moving forward. But as more support comes in for us through Patreon, we're actually might we're we're considering actually opening this up to uh, you guys getting the lineups oh sorry i thought you were gonna give away we were gonna give away no 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 no, 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 i'm not doing that okay (laughs) there there is something that we've talked about that's you know still in the works and it's going to be a real special treat but i'm not going to get into that right now but right now all i want to say is move you know right now it's going to be one week's lineup 16 ounce cans three cans that we're going to send out to you all you're going to do is we're going to announce the winner that month and then once you receive that, you can DM us your address, and we're just going to mail you beer. That's all there is to it. Yep. And um, uh, hopefully, once we get that the numbers up on our Patreon, we're not only going to do one week, we're going to do every single week's worth of beers, minus the bombs. And that means you're going to get a 12-pack of beers, and it's going to be all of the beers that we're, re- we're reviewing you're going to be able to drink them alongside while listening. Uh, I know a lot of you guys listen to us while you're driving. Just go ahead and, you know, crack open a few ones on your on your commute. Uh, you know, that's all we're saying. Just <laughs> We're going to be able to provide you some listening pleasure, and then the beer is going to be able to provide you some comfort. Whether you're in your way to work or out of a fucking terrible shift, you can find some comfort. comfort. Or even if you're at work. <laughs> While you're listening. Yeah. yeah. I bet. I bet some of you guys are at your desk. I listen to my favorite podcast at work. <laughs> Click clacking away. And what makes it better than just having like a fucking uh, a Starbucks venti cup full of fucking stout. And yep. everybody thinks it's a fucking cold brew coffee or some hey, shit. Hey, man, that looks like a beer. Like, yeah, yeah, they're doing some crazy stuff at Starbucks <laughs> now, man. so yeah everyone just uh you know go ahead and um you know uh land onto the patreon for wasted content it is patreon forward slash wasted content.com and uh patreon.com slash forward forward slash wasted content didn't you just say that i i think so yeah yeah so uh, (laughs) let's get some support but right now it's going to be one week's lineup uh, once we get a little bit more support and more traction behind that, we're going to be doing the whole fucking, uh, all the fucking beers minus the fucking bombs. So, um, yeah, let's uh, go ahead and uh, jump into the farts that Ozymandias is uh, producing for us here. Go ahead. <laughs> you seem like you have something important to say. <laughs> That's really all I hear every time you speak into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> terrible (laughs) just sending out some signals oh shit (laughs) (laughs) okay loud and clear loud and clear fuck it um yeah dude um oh fuck we're just talking off air about this but um some exciting news uh it just might end up being like a neutron star or some bullshit but i just saw that a couple of days ago there have been reports of a radio signal being transmitted every 16 days apparently this is a radio signal that is about 500 million light years away okay 
And it's, uh, I mean, in terms of like, well, I mean, yeah, what does it matter? It's 500 million light years away, which translates to 500 million years. If you were traveling at the speed of light. Right. Yeah. So even, okay, sorry. The implications of the signals is life, right? Yes, correct. Which is 500 million years old. Yes. Yeah. That is the implication, correct? So it's probably long gone. Who cares? I I guess (laughs) that's a possibility. It absolutely is. So this signal has been picked up. Um, The signal is being received every approximately sixteen days. Yeah. So there seems to be some kind of pattern, and sometimes patterns mean something. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's natural. Some like I said right off the top. I said, it could be a neutron star. I haven't read anything that says that it can be that, but I do know that sometimes neutron stars have like a, uh, like a fucking... Pulsating effect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A pulsating effect where it, it coincides with their rotation. And a lot of these are super massive, which means that they're fucking probably rotating at a really fucking high rate of speed. Right. And... That could possibly mean a signal that's repeated constantly. And I'm sure that there's been some things that have been documented that are similar to this. But uh, the fact that they're reporting this and the fact that it's uh, consistent, it it's uh, it just kind of like uh, uh, piques the scientific community's interest. And even if it's not a fucking life form, even if it's not intelligent life, um, it would be an interesting find in our cosmos. Uh, yeah, it, it just seems the way this is proposed, it seems kind of clickbaity. It, where it does. They're trying to lead you into the, the conclusion of like extraterrestrial life. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it's not too long ago that we thought there was fucking nuclear wars going on in space. I'm and sorry. Like, what? <laughs> so it, what? Yeah. So the, uh, NASA was receiving these signals and they thought there was these nuclear explosions going on in space. So they assumed there was some like outer like beings going into nuclear war and detonating nuclear bombs on each other. Okay. It was just stars collapsing. How long ago was that? Uh, Like gotta be like fucking, yeah, I gotta say like a few decades ago. Yeah. It's not too long ago. Relatively speaking, you're right. So it kind of seems on par with that, you know, like, oh, we're receiving the signal coming from blah, 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 500 million light years away. And uh, the implications of it being that there's life outside of our universe. I get that. I get that. And I want it to be that. Like, I desperately want it to be that. It's just like, ah, fuck. You got me, you stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> you know? Um, where was I going with this? Yeah, it's not too long ago that that we thought that it was there was some like intergalactic beings at war with one another, fucking shooting off nuclear bombs at one another, and it turned out to be fucking stars collapsing on themselves. And what are you looking at? Uh, I'm just looking at the article. Right? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I was like, don't look up what I'm saying because it's probably not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking I'm gonna, out of my ass here. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> I heard that somewhere. It was probably a fucking bar somewhere. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, sorry. Continue with your article. Uh, no, I I don't really have much to add from it. Um, I do have just exactly the instances of it mm-hmm. that were recorded. It says, um, it says, was it aliens? If it was, don't get your hopes up about making contact. The spiral galaxy in question is 500 million light years distant. So even if the fast radio burst detected, 28 were recorded from September 16th, 2018 through October 30th, 2019. So there was a consistent 28 bursts of the signal between, uh, let's call it a year, between one year. There could have probably been more, but they weren't recording them prior to that. Well, it kind of seems like it was in a very consistent um No, that's what I'm saying. Like they didn't start recording that until... Oh, right, right, right. So of there could have been more prior to that. Like, they right. weren't... There could have been fucking actually, like, millions of years yeah. of this. And there could still probably be millions of years We of just hadn't afterwards. detected the signal until then. Yeah, it's just yeah. one year of recording this. Yeah. Uh, it says, even if they were detected, um, and even if it was an intelligent civilization... They might not exist by now, which is fucking terribly uh, pessimistic from this article. <laughs> That's uh, exactly what I said. This Fuck is you. from Forbes. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> terribly pessimistic. That sucks. That uh, sucks ass. Because, okay, so, I mean, you kind of like take us into consideration, right? Yeah. We've been sending radio signals out for what, like 100 years? <laughs> Just about. <laughs> so these fools actually, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Because maybe they, you know, stumbled onto it. Yeah. Well, before. Yeah, maybe their version of the Chinese government took over and, like, destroyed the whole world. It just might be. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They had radio signals for about 100 years. And they had then... some, squinty-eye, some squinty-eyed aliens trying to dominate the fucking planet. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that's really pessimistic. It sucks. But also in like the consideration of Fermi's paradox, mm-hmm. uh, and it just also might be aligned with that, which really fucking is terrible. Like I can only imagine like the fucking like deep sorrow of finding out that there was uh, an intelligent life form out there and they yeah. just fucking blew themselves up. That it, it'd be <laughs> ominous, really. Would it? It really would. It'd be super ominous because it would beg the question of whether that's our, you know, our destiny. Okay, but how would you figure that out? How would you figure what out? That they blew themselves up. I think we just have to keep listening. We have to keep listening, no. and then we have to kind of like... I'm sure they're long gone, but how do you make that assumption? Like, how do you make that leap from signal, no signal? They must have blown themselves up. Okay, maybe a fucking comet hit them. Maybe something else happened. That it, I think that's optimistic. Up. I think that's really optimistic uh-huh. for sure. Like as soon as like okay, so just just with the narrative of let's just speculate that this was an intelligent civilization, right? Um, I think that is super optimistic that something else other than themselves took them out. Uh, natural causes. Um, a comet. A supernova. A fucking solar flare from their nearest star. Maybe they just Sunshine. ran out of fucking supplies and just starved to death. <laughs> you don't fucking know. They, 
that's what I'm asking. Like, how do you make that leap from nothing into, oh, they were intelligent. They must have blown themselves up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know that anybody's really making that jump here. You just made um, that jump. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I, I, I speculated that that might be an outcome and a very pessimistic one at that. Um, but um, I, I wouldn't say that the scientific community would jump on something like that. I think that they would actually, I would hope that they would be a little bit more informed by studying the signal, by focusing um, our telescopes towards where that signal is emitting from uh-huh. and then uh, maybe getting a little bit of a glimpse of the atmosphere there uh maybe seeing if it's uh in the goldilocks zone maybe seeing if it's earth-like maybe seeing if it's possible to support carbon-based life uh there's a lot of fucking deductions that need to be fucking ascertained before we can really get to any conclusion here right for the time being there's a pattern, a consistent radio signal coming from a hop, skip, and a jump away, relatively speaking. You've said nothing. Okay. Yeah. Like, you made this, like, bold fucking statement about maybe they blew themselves up, bro. And then... Well, I, I didn't know, even open up with just that. like, you know, maybe... I didn't. Well, there's a lot of stuff we need to investigate before, I call, before I call, we say anything. I called you out on it. I said that's a really pessimistic fucking uh, view of it. What? That was Forbes magazine. Yeah, they said that. Yeah. And then you said and something And then I said, similar. hold on. How do you jump to that conclusion if they blew themselves up? <laughs> it's a, I, I called you out on it first. I said no, that's no, no, really no, no. I said maybe they're not even there anymore. Yeah. They're 500 million years away. But you didn't speculate as to why. Yeah, yeah I didn't say they blew themselves up. Yeah, yeah, for you know, sure. That's kind of a Micho Kaku type of deal. I uh, guess. Like, even saying that maybe they're not there is like sp- pessimistic in itself. Mm, chances are. There, there you go. 500 like million years? Yeah. What are the chances of, let's say, they were in a Goldilocks zone orbiting some fucking, I don't know, a star? What are the chances of the star still being there at 500 million years? Um, chances are great. Well, yeah, um, actually, yeah, ours has been around for couple, yeah. Stars um, tend to like uh, stick around yeah. for billions of years. Actually. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but we don't know the exact time span that that star has been around. So it could have yeah, been at, it could have been at the end of its fucking lifespan and just kind of could have yeah taking out that whole solar system and that's why they're not around. Could have gone supernova for Whatever sure. Whatever the fuck the reason is, I don't want to fucking speculate. All of this is speculation. Yeah, I don't want to fucking speculate because we don't know. And what I'm asking is, how do we jump to that conclusion of, like, it's just a quick jump to that conclusion. I was like, oh, intelligent life? They must have blown themselves up. You know? That's where we're heading, actually. If we keep going in the direction we're going, we're going to blow ourselves up. Uh, I think think that that speculation is a little bit along the lines of the speculation that if— we were to be um if if we were to be invaded by an alien species yeah. that we'd just like be conquered because i think it's it's based on our nature on human nature mm-hmm. uh, i think it's uh it's speculation based on our path and the way uh-huh. that we yeah definitely in the way that we've behaved uh we kind of uh like for things like this that um kind of go beyond our actual understanding we are not left with more than 
to speculate based on all nature. And uh, in speculations of invasions, we think about alien invasions in the sense of they are more technologically superior, so we're, they're going to dominate us. And that's because that's what we've done. That's what, like, the conquistadores did. That's what any kind of fucking, um, you know, uh, embarkment of a voyage to any other uh, primitive land has ended in. Yeah, I see your romanticization of history, but... It's not romantic at all. It's very romantic. And not at all. Conquistadors. It's, yeah, it's fucking... Blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say romantic at all. It's romanticization. It's not romantic. Okay. Yeah. You're looking at history through this fucking lens of the of reality, grand warrior type of shit. Yeah, Conquista exactly Lord. what's happened every single time that that's played out. Has it every though? time that a fucking a grand technologically... warrior? It's been kind of not that exactly. Anytime an advanced civilization has met a primitive civilization, uh, we all kind of know how that's played out. And it's not romantic. Yeah, you sneeze just, on them and half of their population dies. This is what fucking <laughs> the reality of the thing. It's not and a also grand gun conqueror. Powder. It's just yeah, that and then <laughs> gunpowder versus uh, uh, what bows and arrows and spears and rocks. Yeah, uh, nuclear bombs versus sticks and stones. There, nobody was fighting a nuclear bomb, with sticks and stones, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> No, but World War Four will be fun. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! For sure, <laughs> yeah, definitely not. It was more like nuclear bombs versus AK forty sevens, samurai swords, bitch. <laughs> samurai swords, machine guns. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, nuclear bombs against Bushido. <laughs> <laughs> terrible terrible yeah. yeah so i think terrible. a lot of this is like terrible. really based on um our nature you what? know all the speculation them blowing themselves up yeah i think that that is also based on speculation based on our nature i and, see and that I but there is no like you're you're claiming to be you're claiming this to be some like some scientific uh what's the word what's the word um not speculation uh, blah, blah, blah. that one all right so i'm i'm gonna stop you dead in your tracks i'm not claiming this to be anything more than speculation it it, it kind of stops there it is speculation why what what's the need to attribute these characteristics to an extraterrestrial life form uh i don't know that there's a need for it really yeah but that's what all, that's all everybody's doing so there definitely is a need for it i i suppose so um for the time being all we know is that we have a pattern of a radio signal that's being transmitted um but like forbes magazine put it don't put don't get your hopes up because uh -huh. who knows if we have another 500 million years of that. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I, I get where you're coming from, but it's also, it is, it's also like a very reasonable doubt to kind of, um, you know, to kind of like rein us in from any kind of excitement. 
and whether that's because of their own doing or and even if this is an intelligent life that's sending out the signal uh you know all of all of this is speculation but let's just go off of the fucking basis that it is and if it is then whether it's by its own doing or by like natural you know um happenings in the cosmos who knows if they still are there <laughs> yeah but see my problem is with adding that fucking qualifier of like well who knows if it's by their own doing yeah like you're you're intentionally trying to lead people to believe that that's what that's what the cause was by saying by leaving it so ambiguous and vague and just like well who knows if it was by their own doing like or you're intentionally not. trying to mislead people into believing that it was that's the actual cause but you're leaving it in such a vague and like like if you're asking the question is it's very disingenuous the way that that's done. Okay. It's not, they're not, they're indirectly saying what they want to say by saying like, Hey, don't say the N word. Yeah. You know, that type of deal. It's putting the fucking word in your fucking head anyway. So they found a way around saying what they want to say without fucking directly <laughs> saying it by saying, Oh, we don't know, but it could have been by their own doing, but we don't know. We're yeah. just going to fuck. We're just, pure speculation yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> they're doing the exact same thing <laughs> i guess they gotta get some fucking clicks on their page fuck that <laughs> i guess that's what it is <laughs> just gotta give something that's a little bit uh relatable you know uh, i guess but this like it, it just it's along the lines of like all those like fucking uh documentaries and like fucking sp shit about space and it's always like doom and gloom shit it's always we're our own undoing we're our worst own worst enemy it's like archetypal fucking narrative based around facts like okay dude like no it's either a, a fucking narrative or an archetype or it's a factual fucking documentary you can't have both in the same fucking story because you're trying to construct this narrative and trying to pretend that it's a scientific that it's scientific i i would say that some of these doom and gloom documentaries oh. have some merit they carry some merit <sighs> you know uh there's there's people that have been uh yeah. There's people that have been fucking screaming at the top of their lungs uh, since, uh, I want to say since the 60s yeah, about, about global warming. Nostradamus. And um, we are now experiencing uh, oh, the full-fledged no. effects of that. And um, if, you were to, if you think about it, there's people that were warning us about this uh, 60 years ago. And uh, I, I'd say that those are those like those kind of like doom and gloom kind of documentaries or uh, mm -hmm. scientific articles carry some merit because they're based on actual scientific um, understandings and findings of like exactly um, the concentration of uh, carbon in our atmosphere, uh -huh. the greenhouse effect um examples like uh venus where we have a fucking runaway greenhouse effect uh all these scientific observations that are kind of pointing towards where we might end up if we don't change our path 
what's the implication of this the implication being if we don't um if we don't make a change now then we're dooming ourselves to an uninhabitable uninhabitable earth (laughs) (laughs) that's funny it is because it's so fucking self-important no uh, shit, dickhead. Of course it's self-important. No, it shouldn't be, though. <laughs> science should be science, and that's it. It shouldn't be self-important. It shouldn't be revolved around uh, the proliferation of human beings. It's just, it should be a matter of fact type of thing. And everyone tries to take science and, like, discoveries and try to manipulate a fucking narrative about, like, it's important that we do this because we won't have a habitable planet. It's like, yeah, okay. Like, the planet's changing anyway. It's fucking a living fucking thing. Yeah. So, despite us being here, despite us creating these carbon emissions, despite everything, like, the planet's going to fucking be here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, I'll agree with you with that. I think that resonates with a very famous uh, George Carlin quote. And it's, the planet is fine. The people are fucked. Yeah. The planet has gone through um, uh, countless amounts of uh, quote-unquote devastating phenomena. Catastrophes. Yeah. Solar flares. The magnetic uh, uh, shifting of the poles. Right. Earthquakes. Hurricanes. Tornadoes. Uh, fucking tectonic plates crashing into each other. Separating. Ice ages. Uh, fires. Worldwide fires. Uh, all of this shit. And it's it's still here. Mm-hmm. And uh, the real fucking uh, takeaway from this is the planet is fine. It's going to be here. It's going to re- uh, heal itself. It's going to repair itself. It's going to create a new thing. It's going to be, um, you know, fucking a new version of what we've experienced. Uh, at one point, this fucking earth held dinosaurs, fucking mammoths and goliaths of this is biology. No, no, no. This is not just gone. Um <laughs> mammoths and fucking goliaths and but in, in a biological sense and the landscape is different now yep and uh the earth is just fine yep. but the real concern is for from us from our perspective is exactly how habitable are we making this place for ourselves does it matter it matters to us no 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 does it matter to you specifically it does why why do you care about the proliferation of humanity why do you care about the next generation and their well-being because we're like the no uh, no no no, not we you okay specifically you yeah me stop speaking in these fucking like we need to take care of the (laughs) you specifically why is it important for the that's the problem humanity proliferates why is it important that's exactly the problem that the next generation is okay. All right. So you you are forcibly making this argument a selfish one. And I think that that is exactly the problem. No, it is all selfish. Proliferation of humanity is if you selfish. you are selfish. Yeah. It's all selfish. Dude, the proliferation of your genes, that's selfishness. You I want guess? another version of you to fucking exist and be okay? That's selfishness. Yeah. Yeah. You can't not make this a selfish argument. You want the proliferation <laughs> of humanity to go throughout the cosmos? That's selfish. But why is it important (laughs) for us to do that? Uh, For us, I could give you an answer. 
for me, uh, I I wouldn't really have an answer. Why is it, it is important to you? Because you you preach about this often. Why is it important to you? Yes. For, for humanity to proliferate throughout the cosmos. I think you're leaving me a way out here. It's How? important to me for humanity to proliferate. That Why? gives that gives me a way out, and it gives me a way no. a way out in the sense that humanity, humankind, mm-hmm. the the our species is the most conscient and sentient version of life. Why is that important to you? That we have witnessed. Why is that important to you? Because it's the pinnacle of biology. It's the pinnacle of evolution. <laughs> no, 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 no. Why is that important to you? Stop speaking in these like fucking romanticized, romanticized fucking generalizations of humanity. <laughs> why is it important to you? I'm trying to tell you why it okay, is. Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. It's... It's uh, we are the most fucking sentient and conscious and self-aware versions of any kind of fucking life that we've exhibited in um, our in in our search through the cosmos. I know we've only like reached uh, stone throws away into our fucking um, universal uh, uh, stead, but. We have yet to fucking come across any other intelligent life. For the time being, we are the pinnacle of biology. It's important to me that we continue this because it's important to know whether we are alone or if we are um, not. And if we are not, then what is? What what is greater than us? And um, it's just a matter of of exactly knowing the place of conscious sentient existence in our universe that that's that's the end game i guess why is it important to know it just seems unique it seems special it seems that doesn't make it important it doesn't but it seems like it it seems important to know i'm not i'm not Arguing its import, its uniqueness. Yeah. Um. Arguing its importance. Yeah. Its significance. Yeah. Why is it important for this to happen? Why? Why? What's the need to know if we are alone in the universe or not? I think that every single human being and every generation and uh, every sect of uh, religion and every spiritual being has kind of uh, hinged their existence on that question of, that doesn't make it important i i suppose that doesn't it, make it significant if it's something that has uh kind of like transgressed um every single fucking uh iteration of humanity i would say that saying that it doesn't make it important or significant would be a disservice to that i would say that that's like a fucking um you know like a gross fucking uh unacknowledgement of it this question has no because again, filled it's, the minds. It's self-important again. It's just because humanity has thought of this, because humanity has pined on this idea of like, why are we here? Just because humanity has done that doesn't make it important. It doesn't make it significant to the cosmos. So I mean, to the cosmos, when you put that fucking what's what I'm saying? When like, you put why that is qualifier, it, why to is it, it important? But why would you put that qualifier of to the cosmos? Why wouldn't you just put that to humanity? To humankind. Why is it important to humankind? To 
answer that question to answer the question that is plagued um all fucking i understand all, all that it's plagued and all societies yeah but i don't understand why it's plagued societies i understand the history behind this question of why are we here yeah and how it's got it's proliferated throughout every civilization and every culture yeah i'm asking why has it done that why is it important for Ooh, I humanity can't, I to can't, figure I out i can't answer that question why has it done that why, why is it important for humanity been... to try to figure out our significance why is it important for humanity to try to figure out our meaning in life why is it important for humanity to try to try to figure this out and like pose this as the grand question of existence yeah they're they're just because we ponder on this thought does not make that thought important. I I suppose, but I mean, what else? You know, like what else? Nothing. To, to nothing. Just so that everybody just kind of like goes about their existence. No, we send pondering our, our signal into space, and then hopefully some other fucking civilization figures it out five hundred million years from now. Yeah, and then by then it's too fucking late. So who the fuck <laughs> cares? <laughs> Um, I think that's really uh, uh, pessimistic and really nihilistic. But it's not pessimism, dude. It's, it's just, really nihilistic. It's not even nihilism. It's yeah, just like, like what why the fuck? ask us that? Why ask ourselves that? Yeah, is um, really nihilistic. It's not about nihilism. It, like even nihilism is unimportant. It's just it's insignificant relative to what I'm asking. It's why <laughs> has humanity dubbed this the most important? thought like the proliferation of conscious beings and we are conscious like i don't understand why this is dubbed as the fucking main fucking focus of humanity like hey we're conscious beings we're probably the only conscious beings this is important so let's proliferate this it's important for us to proliferate this because it's we're consciousness that's it's a because of b and b because of a type of thing i suppose um, I would also make the argument that nature in itself proliferated us without having any importance as to our consciousness. We, we our species were in, in ourselves proliferated by nature and biology without the importance of our own self-importance. And then we got to a point where we were able to fucking um, hypothesize and theorize and philosophize about our existence. And I don't think that the fact changed. I think we're still here. I think we're mm -hmm. still animals. I think we're still products of biology and a very special fucking brand of biology. And um, again, even before we even were able to ask the question and turn the question into ourselves and our own, yeah, uh, we were already proliferated. Yeah, that doesn't make us important. Um, I, I would, I would, uh, I guess, I would turn into question. The definition of important. When you when you turn that word or phrase into a cosmological sense, I think you might find that um, it it, it uh, dissipates as quickly as your sense of of why this question um, bothers us. Mm -hmm. So I guess the definition of importance is. Is to be in question. Um, sure, but I don't want to get into the minutia of that either. Like defining what importance is, because you clearly know what importance is, and you have some idea of what the word importance is. I, I don't. I don't clearly know what the <laughs> what importance is. Really? I don't. 
I don't. For the if, if we're expanding this to like a cosmological or universal scale, uh-huh. I I don't. I don't. Are we though? Are we important? No. Are we expanding it to the cosmological scale? I think that that's what's happening. Yeah, I think that that's what's happening by asking, uh, "Why are we important on a universal scale?" I think that we open up the definition of importance. I'm asking why. Why is it important scale. for us to proliferate humanity to the cosmos? Sure. Yeah. Why is it important to proliferate consciousness to the cosmos? Why is it important to proliferate the so-called intelligence out into the cosmos? It is it really? Uh, we are uh, we are a creature of wonder and curiosity. Uh, we are a creature right that that, of that explains our innovation. That explains human an nature and adventure that explains human nature for yeah. sure but that doesn't explain the importance of what this is of uh, what? To, to, i guess to continue in the same tradition uh we we explored the next hill we explored the next continent we explored the next um right celestial object that explains we, human nature and then we just continue to do that that explains human nature but that doesn't make it that's i i would say vital. i would argue that that's the importance and carry on the tra- carrying on the tradition of our everlasting wonder and curiosity of our home. <sighs> Why? Uh, because what else? Because uh, what else is there? You masturbate until you fucking die, or fuck until you fucking die. You eat until you fucking die. And if that satisfies you, then enjoy your masturbating fat ass um, uh, existence. And if that doesn't satisfy you, then continue <laughs> to explore and look up in wonder. <sighs> Thank you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, <laughs> I don't think Neil deGrasse Tyson ever has ever said that. <laughs> I'm sure you said something about looking up in wonder. Again, like this is this is a very nice sentiment, <laughs> and like this romanticized ideal of humanity of looking up and wondering what the next star has in store for us, and I'm channeling my inner neil degrasse tyson because he explains this just the way you're explaining this which is looking up in wonder like yeah that's nice it's a nice sentiment i get it i get the sentiment yeah but again it's not really fucking important like at the end of the day it doesn't fucking matter because you're gonna fucking die i'm gonna fucking die neil degrasse tyson's gonna fucking die so yeah, I just I don't I don't I I I don't understand what grander implications there are to us actually proliferating consciousness throughout the universe. Like let's say we happen to fucking get to the point where we're so technologically advanced that we're able to fucking tra- transverse the fucking universe. Then what? So what? Who cares? We proliferated consciousness wow kudos we made the other planet a fucking shithole just like this one uh okay um i could turn the argument um on its own um i could say that we don't do any of that and (laughs) uh, yeah and then given our fucking nature and then and then (laughs) at the end of it we die and it it all comes down to the same thing Mm -hmm. but at the end of it uh, one of them has a little bit more to show for the other. Like, uh, what? There's nothing. Like, one of them has a little bit there. more. 
one of them has a, a bit more passion than the other. One of them I'm has passionate. a little bit more wonder and curiosity. Uh, why and, is and curiosity and wonder important? Like, why is this? It's we a driving keep, keep force. coming back to this. It's a driving of force. Looking up in wonder and curiosity. It's, it's empowering. It's it's uh, it? it's driving. Sex and then, is driving. And, and sitting back and masturbating and eating. That's to a your driving fullness force. Is um, sex is a driving force? I suppose we so. were yeah. talking about sex being the driving force for the creation of fire, for the creation of the fucking wheel, in jest for sure. But yes, definitely, absolutely. that's definitely fucking merited. Yeah, anything that man has created is definitely to fucking become the person in power, become the person that fucking gets the women, become the person that can proliferate their fucking seed. Yeah. So it's the same fucking driving force. It isn't the same driving force because the ones that you're talking about Mm -hmm. are ones that um, many others have conquered. And the one that I'm talking about are ones that only yeah you're trying to one up everybody else yeah. only a few have covered and I'm not gonna do it I'm not trying to one up anybody I'm not the one out here fucking exploring well, I know the that. next fucking galaxy well, um, duh. <laughs> one of them is uh, just a contentment and satisfaction in something that has been conquered over and over again by millions of others the other one now you see where i'm coming from about fucking a woman that's been fucked before (laughs) yeah sure okay and then the other (laughs) one is um uh, a tenacity for something that other people have not done something that has never been done why is it important it's fulfilling and if you've never conquered something to the guy doing it not to everybody else i i I, why are you trying to align yourself with that i guess so I guess so. I, I think uh, I think there's a lot of pride to be had in a lot of human accomplishments. It's very tribal, bro. I suppose so. I suppose so. But I'm proud that we went to the moon. I didn't make that happen. I had nothing to do with that. I'm proud of that. I'm proud that we have, uh, you know, fucking uh, rovers. I have. I'm proud that we have rovers. Rovers on Mars. I'm proud that we have um, fucking you know satellites that have exited our solar system. I'm proud that we have. Why? Um, because it is a fucking great accomplishment. Is a it? fucking uh, 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 something that brought people together for a monumental task. Is that it? No or other was it people, something that was already going to happen anyway? That given no the, other people. The advancement it, of technology. Nothing, there's nothing that just happens anyway. It, people everything just have happens to, anyway. People actually have We're, to get together fucking, and put no, the effort. Bullshit. They don't just sit around and play with their dicks. And then things happen. Uh, they play with their dicks anyway. Newsflash. Fucking astronauts are jacking off in space, motherfucker. Yeah, they're but they, playing with their fucking dick. They don't just do that, but they're playing with their fucking yeah, dicks exactly. anyway. They didn't just do that. They didn't sit no there. No one's fucking going to sit eat. and just play with their fucking dick because you could only play with your dick for so many hours a fucking day. I've tried. Believe me. Exactly. Yeah. You could only play with your dick so many <laughs> fucking hours a day. The rest of the fucking day is just fucking shrouded in nihilism but it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> for you for everybody <laughs> for you they're trying to find some significance in the fucking cosmos guess fucking what idiots there's none you don't know what that. are you gonna do you're gonna fucking proliferate fucking consciousness <laughs> we're so fucking important we gotta spread our fucking seed to the net we're gonna we gotta jerk off hard enough to reach fucking mars <laughs> yeah fucking <definitely>. idiots <laughs> i suppose so <laughs> I, I i would rather do that i would much rather do that but you're not doing it you're watching other people doing it and taking fucking your some fucking false pride in it sure i would rather i would much rather watch humanity 
Just go fucking watch Pornhub. Stop watching Neil deGrasse Tyson, that (laughs) fucking black piece of shit. Um, (laughs) Again, I I forget all that hyperbole bullshit. Um, I understand the need to find something significant to do with your life. Yeah. I just don't think that's what is significant in the grander scheme of things. The proliferation of consciousness. If anything, destroying consciousness would be more significant than the proliferation of it. I would like to ask you um, what the merit is of destroying consciousness, but I I very seriously doubt that you'd be able to present me um, a satisfying argument. It'll stop this self-important bullshit <laughs> I just halt it <laughs> think of all the people you ever thought like why do you exist why are you alive <laughs> they'll put a stop to that <laughs> you know that plague you talk about humanity being yeah absolutely it'll put a stop to that. it's a virus it's a plague it'll put yeah. a stop to that I'll a very together. successful one <laughs> all gone <laughs> to what end why is that good? Because I will be. Why do you qualify that as good? I will be at peace. You could find that by you just dying. You will be at peace. You could find that by just dying. No, it doesn't by work ceasing the same. To because exist. if I stop existing without having, if I go, everybody has to come with me. Is what I'm where I'm at. <laughs> when I go, everybody has to come with me. And and that fuck that. It, the world stops <laughs> when I close my fucking eyes. <laughs> Bitch, you're just a fucking stigmatism of my imagination. It's <laughs> quite an imagination there. Again, you know, just um, I would challenge you with that, and and I'm sure that you would have a lot of difficulty answering the merit of it. The merit, the merit of, of it. ending consciousness. Yeah, yeah, you would have a lot of trouble finding. Let's see, uh, ending that. the spread of consciousness would mean ending this and it'd be, plague and that it we know be, as humanity and from spreading throughout the cosmos. And it'd be speculative as well. How so? I'm just looking into our history and given what we do, if we're going to go to Mars, we're going to conquer Mars. Mars looks like it needs some fucking freedom. <laughs> <laughs> given our history, that's what we do. It, that's that's fine. That's It's funny, but it doesn't tell me anything about the merit of ending it. The merit is and, and, you stop a fucking plague from fucking proliferating. And I advise you to try. Uh, I advise you against trying to. I find just said merit. What in it? The merit is you stop a lest fucking you make a fool plague of yourself from proliferating. <laughs> lest you make a fool of yourself. Yeah, I had Hanuman attack. Okay, we're back to this. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm the fool. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, the no, guy I'm the that whole. just went around in circles talking about the importance is well, we are no. Why is it important to you? Well, we are. Why is it important? Well, we are. Absolutely. Yeah. Why yeah. are you going to try to pin me down to okay. a selfish argument? Because you're the one that's claiming that's fucking important. I, I would I would argue that that is a ad hominem attack in itself. Now well. it is because you fuck. I'm fucking reciprocating and fucking kind. You fucking ass. No, you totally tried to 
pin it down to why it was important to I was asking me why it's important to you. That's not an ad hominem attack. Absolutely. The hominem attack is if you a want, fucking you want on, me? an attack on your fucking character instead of asking def- uh, an attack on the fucking statement. And I'm asking you, why is it important to you? Yeah. And you couldn't fucking define it because you kept going around in circles saying this romanticized version of looking up into the stars with wonder. Why why do I have to limit my argument to why it's only important to because me? Because I'm as asking a, a direct individual. question. Like why is it important to you? Like you've claimed the importance of shit like this being uh like having some grander significance. And I'm asking, yeah. okay, why? Why why is it important to you? Yeah. And you just keep going around in circles saying the same thing. Just absolutely we are conscious. Yeah, because we you're, are you're the trying- biology. We are the pinnacle of biology. We are blah blah blah. Uh, I, because I know that the way I know the way that you argue and the way that you argue, you would pin the importance that I would give you for my own personal being and why that would be any kind of any impact on a cosmological scale. Probably. Yeah. So then what the fuck would be the point of that? Because I truly do want to know why is it why it's important to you? Not for the sake of argument. I was truly inquiring why it's important to you. And you couldn't give me a direct answer, which is the case that I found with a lot of people yeah. who claim that are scientific minded and and all this stuff. And I asked them like, okay, well, why is it important to you? And they just go around in circles we, with the same argument. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll give you mine, and um, I hope that it can it can satisfy. It won't. I'm telling yeah, you right it now. will satiate yeah. some of it. <laughs> but um, it is because I I I am a tribalistic uh, creature. Um, I do take pride in the accomplishment of our species as a whole <coughs> yeah and um i only can i only hope that we continue to challenge ourselves to uh you know further become more compassionate and empathetic and um for us to continue to exist i i just want us to continue to exist the importance of it to me is i want human beings to continue no matter how shitty they are no matter how boring they are no matter how exhaustingly nauseating a lot of us are, I want us to continue to exist and to continue to be uh, beings that are full of wonder. I want a universe full of beings that wonder. That's why somebody it's say wonder. Yes. Uh, you don't watch what the rest of development. I don't. Damn it. That's why it's important to me. It's Tony Wonder. And it and has nothing to do with any cosmological importance to it. Um I don't want us to like just sit in like a pile of our own mess. I don't want us I don't want us to end up uh like dying by our own hand. I don't want us to end up killing each other. I don't want us to fucking like be like Wally. And like just fucking be like fat blobs, uh constantly uh like fed and entertained and distracted. I want us to fucking continue to challenge ourselves. Like fucking life is that. It is a series of challenges that we get to fucking conquest or fail and try again. Like just like the fucking like what is life? Like what the fuck is the point of life? <sighs> if you just want to sit back and fucking rot in your own filth then you can do that but uh some people might find some more fulfillment in uh a series of challenges a series of fucking 
gauntlets that you are able to come out on the other end of. Uh, scarred, battered, beaten, bruised, but alive. <sighs> you can't seem to get away from the romanticization of humanity. That's <laughs> <laughs> all we got, man. Each I, other? I guess so. That's all we got. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Just send the fucking Iranian space <laughs> people to check out that fucking signal. <laughs> Not them. Anyone but them. Come okay. Well, you, you're right. Actually, I'm going to rescind all of the shit that I just said. No, dude, come on. <laughs> send the Iranians. Anyone there. but them. <laughs> <laughs> fuck all right i just call it i just i rescind everything i've just said <laughs> fuck it fuck humanity then thank you <laughs> thank you you win you yes. win asshole yes fuck humanity <laughs> join my depression <laughs> i forgot Mi- about that misery loves fuck. company for <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking done today. <laughs> oh god damn it! Oh, fuck, this has been episode 31 of Wasted Content. Uh, I hope that we leave you with a sense of curiosity and wonder, or just I, I hope that you're just, just fucking masturbating in your own fucking film. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by Pornhub.com. Forward slash wasted content. (laughs) It's just a bunch of videos of each other jerking off, which is a literal visual representation of the audio that you listen to. Yes. (laughs) This has been episode 31 of Wasted Content. My name is Anthropos. I'm Ozzy (laughs) Mandy. See you guys next week. Peace.